0: By the power of technology. By the
1: power vested in me in the state of Florida via Skype, I now pronounce you Nerds to Podcast. Here we are. We did it. We did it. Yeah, we did it. And you know, not really all that long of a break. I had, uh, what, a week? Two weeks?
0: Yeah, I think so. Like last week, I had zero days off, so I had no way of recording.
1: Ryan Mears from the Comic Slobs uh is like he texted or chatted me on uh Instagram was like, is every fucking episode just gonna be about how you guys are excited you're recording again? <laughs> <I'm> like, Yes. <laughs> Cause we are, bitch. You haven't recorded a podcast in years at this point. Fuck you. Yeah, man. Um Yeah, so we're we're recording via Skype. This is the first for Jesse and I. Um, yep. We're quarantining, you know, and we finally have a lockdown order, stay at home, like mandatory. Thanks, Ron DeSantis. It only took you way too long.
0: We Yeah, live, it's a big mess.
1: We live in fucking South Florida, and we're like the head, the lead of all the cases in Florida. Like, South Florida is where all of them are, and this fucker wouldn't lock us down. It's like,
0: I don't well, know. Well, I think it's because mostly because of spring break and the city was, there was way too much money being made. So he wanted to wait until spring break kind of died down because, you know, like they, I think they realized revenue is going to be real scarce for the next coming months. So he probably wanted to get that extra couple million in the uh, tourism fund.
1: Yeah, and who cares if some college kids fucking die? I mean, uh...
0: oh, yeah, or take it home to their grandparents.
1: Yeah, and kill their fucking grandparents who didn't do anything to anyone other than live a nice long life and fucking provide for Mm -hmm. some kid to go to school.
0: Yeah, and especially since a lot of them are going back home now. Because people are afraid they don't have the ability to play to pay their like super expensive rent, so people are like going back to their parents' houses and shit,
1: yeah, well, finally we gotta shut it down and here we are so we're on skype I mean you've been you've been pretty diligent um and I've been you know working from home, so I barely do anything most i the most outside I see is either the grocery store um which has happened you know, we try and go like once a week. Um I went and got drive through coffee once and then I'd walk my dog every day m- a million times but that's just cuz she asked you. It's tough. Yeah.
0: I mean I would probably abstain from drive through stuff, just make coffee at home.
1: Well yeah, I mean now I'm not going to go anywhere. <laughs> is what it is. Yeah,
0: like I'm driving by Burger Kings or like drive through still open. It's no thank you. That's I, I get it. We have to support local businesses and shit, but um not like I'm not going through a Burger King. I don't know what's going on inside there.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know, I uh I just been eating a lot of cereal and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches.
0: <laughs> True.
1: So, um well, let's get into our weeks, huh? It's Oh this... wait,
0: you can find us on
1: Oh yeah uh you can find us on facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast and keep that same naming convention going for twitch twitter and youtube um and our gmail is nerds the podcast at gmail.com and you can find our instagram at nerd podcast which uh is i think it's, yeah which is um just keith really he yeah he you can find control. me
0: everywhere on jester 954 on everything
1: yeah uh I'm happy to announce, I mean, I think I did already, but on PSN, I'm Ted Danson IRL.
0: So. Yeah, I saw that.
1: <laughs> um, all right, cool. So let's get into our weeks, because most of this show is going to be just our weeks, because there ain't shit going on.
0: It's been... Pretty ten. much, man.
1: It's been, uh, it's been a bit. Um, We can just go... Why don't we just go back and forth? Since, you know, we've probably both watched and played a shit ton of stuff, and rather than... Yeah, I've
0: watched a few things, but I've been playing... I have like I have at least like ten games to just briefly talk about because I've just been buying tons of games because of all these like mega sales they have on PSN.
1: Yeah, I um so I've watched uh, I'm not okay with this, which is a Netflix series. Um, it stars uh, I don't know her name. There's two people from it. Uh, the two of the kids from it. Uh, it stars the girl who played young Beverly Marsh, and Stan uh, is in it as well. He plays a kid named Stan in this as well. Um, But it's about a girl who's like 17, 16, 17, and she's realizing she has like superpowers of some sort. But they only, she's very Hulk like. They only come out when she's feeling really intense anger or anxiety or whatever. Um, But it's real, it's short and sweet. It's, you know, four hours because it's eight episodes, uh, but they are half an hour. So it's roughly four hours of content. So I watched it in a day. And it's it's good. I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't want to say too much, but it's 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 really fun. They don't. I mean, it's the first season, so they don't explore a lot about her powers yet. But uh, the it ends with a fucking bang. It's it, it ends on a nice cliffhanger that makes you really want another season. So, um, okay. uh, on a rating scale, they'll probably of get one. Oh, definitely. Uh, five. They've
0: got. Uh, strange... Is it a Stranger Kids thing? The guy Stan.
1: No, or is no, no, that Will? No, 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 no. no. That's uh, that was Richie Tozier in uh, it. Um, He's the
0: one that like aged a bunch, got real yeah, Tall, right? Yeah, he looks fucking crazy,
1: <laughs> dude. When you watch Stranger Things season two to three, it's f- bananas.
0: <laughs>
1: it's bananas. Oh god. Um, but yeah, out of out of five, I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a four. Really, I really really liked it. We'll see how you know how great it is after a couple seasons once they get through the story. Um, but i mean season one's really fun and like i said it's really quick it's a nice quick watch so because i'm working from home so i just have i would normally watch anime but i can't watch anime because i'm working so like i can't read subtitles you know so i've been watching a bunch of shit i need to catch up on i need to start ozark next that's probably the the next big one i'm gonna do but i'll tell you i watched some more stuff but let's hear one thing you did
0: um so i watched let's see i'll start with some should I watched I watched I've been I went back on my Hulu cuz I sometimes I forget that I have Hulu. So every couple of months I'll pop back in and uh and check like the horror movies and they had some cool no shit. I saw something called The Prodigy. Oh so yeah, it's basically kind of like a Damien style thing. It's like Evil Kid. Uh I'm just going to spoil it because who cares? It's kind of a B horror movie. So the you know how like horror movies always have to like pick some kind of new angle. Yeah, uh, it's like that, and the angle is is it's dumb. It's just like straight up reincarnation, and uh, it's like this couple has a baby. This married couple they have a baby, and the baby is born. Like you find this out later, like a couple of hours after this like serial killer would like died. So eventually, through the movie, you realize that this little kid is evil or some shit. And it just turns out that this Hungarian murderer, like, was reincarnated in, reincarnated into their son's body, so the son and this guy are kind of struggling to to for the body and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty stupid. The plot is really dumb, but the movie shot really well. It's shot well. It's got good color, lighting. Uh, it's creepy because it's like they kind of know something weird's going on. And it's really creepy. Like, there's some creepy shit where the kid, like, comes in and, like, wants to, like... He's like, Mommy, I'm scared. Let me sleep in your bed. And she's already getting spooked out because she thinks something's up with her fucking kid. So that kind of some creepy shit. There's one scene in particular where he's in his room and he's sitting on a chair. And then the mom's talking to him. And then she looks away. And then when she looks back, he kind of turns his head. And they kind of did, like, a CGI thing where they put the grown man's face on the little kid's body. And you see it for half a second and it was creepy as all f- oh, fucking hell. So it's not, it's not groundbreaking. It's not anything new and exciting. It's, um, <coughs> excuse me. I'm not sick. Um, <laughs> every cough now, like everyone's like, Oh shit. Um, it's I'm going to give it a three out of five Uh, it's just like you you could write, like we could write a better movie. Yeah, but it was it was shot really well, though. I think it's worth a watch if you're bored. I remember when
1: that was coming out. Uh, it was like 2018, maybe. Um, and I could tell immediately what was going on. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's it's like um, I don't know. It's like he comes. It's because like he's reincarnated because he has to come back and do something. So he had one final victim that got away. What he would do is. He would get obsessed with, like, women's hands, and then he would cut their hands off and then kill them. So one lady, he cut her hand off, but she got away. And I forgot how he died, whether it was in prison or if he died from something else. And eventually it comes to the end where the mom wants they, – they figure it out that, oh, he's, he's possessed by this dude. And if we give him what he wants, he'll pass over, and the kid can have his body back. Uh, so the mom figures it out and she goes, okay, cool. We just have to give him what he wants. They figure out the woman he wants. So she, like an idiot, takes the kid with her and she tracks down the lady and she goes to that chick's house and she, she wants, she's going to kill the lady, but she eventually she can't do it. But the fucking kid does it, murders her like super brutal. <laughs> And then the, the mom's like, uh, okay, you have what you want, go. And he's like, no, bitch, um, it's too late. I've been, I've inhabited the body too long. It's mine now. So she has to, like, fuck, she has to chase her kid down, and she goes to kill him. And, of course, as in every movie, dude, she hesitates to pull the trigger, and someone else shoots her because they just see a woman about to gun down an innocent boy. So they kill her, and then the kid gets put in the foster system, and the movie starts with him meeting his new foster parents, and the last shot is the the mother, the new foster mother reaching out, and he looks at her hand and then smiles because she has pretty <laughs> hands. And it's like, oh. So it's not bad, you know. It's just um, really uninspired. And it's just, it almost reminds me of, remember the horror movie that came out in the 2000s that was based on... The dibuk box. Yeah. It was like a box a girl had. and like It's like that. Like they have to keep reaching. Same thing with the unborn where that was another Jewish lore yeah. about a demon. A jinn. So they just have to keep looking into different religions and different things. That's what was kind of cool. They didn't choose a religion. The way they kind of explained it was they're like Western society is like. One of the, like, 5% of people who – are societies who don't believe in reincarnation. You're the only ones who think reincarnation is weird. The rest of the fucking planet does believe in it. So you're the odd man out by thinking it's weird. But in the end, it's kind of stupid. But, uh, yeah, meh. It was okay. All
1: right. All right. I'll talk about a stupid horror movie I watched. Uh, The other day I watched The Taking of Deborah Logan. This is a – it's from like 2014 or 2013.
0: That's the one with the snake? Yeah. The snake mouth. Snake The snake mouth grandma? Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, you watched... I mean, it, it was okay. It, the The lady who played Deborah Logan, uh, you know, the old lady, she did a really good job. Um, but it's, you know, found footage. And there's a bunch of stuff where you're like, you know, any found footage movie, you're like, why the fuck are they still filming? You know, like, you would th- yeah. throw a camera at a ghost and run. You would, you're not going to be like, let me get a perfect angle on this, you know? Uh,
0: yeah you're not thinking like this has to be documented
1: but there's one dude who's on the crew and at a certain point he's just like fuck you guys i'm out of here i'm not fucking around with this shit like because the old lady keeps trying to kill him for some reason like she keeps trying to attack him because she thinks he's stealing because she has alzheimer's that's the whole thing so like when her real Alzheimer shit is happening she thinks he's stealing from her so she keeps like attacking him with a shovel and a knife and like, he's like i'm fucking out of here man i'm not fucking around with this shit so, that's like the one character that you're like, oh, look, somebody actually acting like a regular person. Um,
0: yeah, like Logic Buddy.
1: But on the whole, I mean, if you've got, it's, you know, 90 minutes, you've got an hour and a half and you ain't doing shit. It's oh, There are worse movies to put on and for a horror, you know, to, to have a horror movie on, which is what I've been trying to do a lot. Um, it was pretty good. That last scene is really, you know, is what kind of makes it. It's it's kind of dumb, but the effects it's are It's okay. literally,
0: the, it's the only payoff in the movie. Yeah. Like, if no one knows, I don't even know what it is about her. Like, she's somehow a snake no, or some shit?
1: she's possessed by a serial killer who was worshipping a demon of some sort that's like a serpent demon, and he's now, you know, using those powers or something. He's trying to get... He's trying to inhabit the body of a young girl because he's going to die. So he uh, he has to, like you know inject her with i don't know whatever that ends on another dumb thing where like the little girls now him and smiles at the camera and you're like okay great
0: god get out of here you should not be allowed to do that it's so <laughs> stupid
1: i know uh i also finished creep show the series on shutter um i had a couple episodes left so i went i went ahead and finished that on the first day of being work from home um and you know what i wasn't big into the series and that's why i stopped watching it when it, you know was came out in october and I watched like mm-hmm. three of the f- eight episodes, something like that. And then I was like, I'm really, it's not connecting. But literally the next episode from the one I stopped on was like awesome. And they all were, you know, at the the, at the tail end of the season is actually really fun.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. You've been, you told me to watch it, but I don't have Shudder, even though I've never had it. So I can probably get a trial.
1: You can, uh, but they're getting a second season. So I just wait. Uh, it's coming out sometime this year. Word. Uh, all right. You get one.
0: Um, so another thing I watched, i got get the movies out of the way. Last night I watched a movie called Along Came the Devil. So this one's, this one's shitty. It's <clears throat> probably a C tier movie. I mean, it's one of those, like, it's one of those horror movies that's like really low. It's like a straight to DVD, but like not that bad, but pretty bad. Um, it's one of those where they like claim like the trailers, like, you know, like the new exorcist. It's basically like this possession movie and it's about a girl whose mom dies it starts off it's like a girl and her sister and they have like an abusive dad and he's neglectful and then she grows up and she's a teenager and she moves back to like her town whatever whatever but uh, uh it does have a really cool demon in it you only see him a couple times like hiding in the corner. There is some stuff I liked about it. It did remind me of a movie that I really liked called – that I talked about a bunch of times. Um, man, I forgot what it was called, but it was the one where the chick is uh, – it had the thing where in the beginning the girl is possessed. Like The first 15 minutes of the movie I've watched like 30 times because I love it so much. But in this one basically the girl like misses her mom and she starts kind of like seeing weird, weird, creepy like – She's like hanging out by a cabin with friends and like in the distance she sees like a younger her and her sister and like a creepy version of her mom by them. And she's like mom and she like freaks out and the kids are like whoa you're being weird. <laughs> uh, so she's creeped out and obviously she has this one friend where they were friends when they were younger but now they're like teenagers. And the one friend is like where's fishnet stockings and where's black and she's kind of goth but not really. And she's like, Oh, let's play this game and like see your let's contact your mom and they sit in front of a mirror and she's like, call out a name and try to communicate. Obviously, she communicates, she thinks it's her mom. It's not a mom. She just invited a demon. So she invites a demon into her and she gets possessed. And it's just a simple generic low tier possession movie. I still kind of like those movies because I like like C tier, B tier horror movies. So I would still I'd still give it a three. Uh, I would say it's better than the prodigy, even though the prodigy is like leaps and bounds, better value and better production value. But this was, um, once again, shit writing, we could write a better movie. It's just, uh, I don't know how these things get funded, man. I really don't know how teams of people like these movies have to be costing millions of dollars. Don't they cost, don't movies cost millions of dollars to make?
1: Yeah, I mean it depends. Something like Deborah Logan probably cost hmm, less than a hundred grand. I mean, you can make okay. movies for cheap, like uh, House of the Devil. Uh, I, you know what? I'm gonna check the budget now, but I think it was under a million dollars. I would imagine. so. I would so. say seven fifty ish.
0: All right, then I could then I'll say this one had to be probably be a hundred grand then, because there were no real stars in it. There were no stars at all. I don't even think of the Prodigy either. Uh but I like shitty horror movies, you know? I like cra- I like shitty uh possession stuff. Like it the the demon you only see the thing like two or three times and it's just a cliché freaking demon with horns, devil thing. But man, those like half a second you get to see it, he looks so cool. Like there's one where he's just creepily standing in a corner. And then there's another one where you see his silhouette and he the the guy in the demon suit is really cool. He does this this technique it's like it's a way that you rise and drop your shoulders that looks like heavy breathing i remember mm. i saw on from behemoth do that on stage with uh, when he was performing with this other band and it's such a cool like um kind of like art like when you do interpretive dance and shit, when you learn how to use your body in in ways to like mimic things it's yeah. like a really cool like I don't know. It's a, it's a really cool like movement that he did that gives that moment like some life to it. Because obviously we don't breathe like that. We don't heave so d- giantly. But the, the guy in the suit did a pretty fucking good job, even though he was only visible for maybe a total of five seconds in the whole movie.
1: Uh, House of the Devil had a budget of $900,000. Alright,
0: so a million and bucks. It, it and only... most of that's probably just trying to get it out there
1: it only made a hundred and one thousand dollars theatrically Yikes. but i mean i, I well, bet it didn't. they get, made their money back yeah it didn't get probably uh no it only made a hundred and one thousand i'm saying so they were an eight hundred thousand dollar flop but that's just the box but, office i'm sure you know because it did have a limited run i'm sure
0: yeah and then they also did get put on netflix don't you get paid to go on netflix or i mean i guess some movies that movies probably pay to be on netflix yeah. yeah, they
1: do. They they have to pay. They they have to pay for rights um and all that stuff. But yeah. House I mean, House of the Devil is one of my favorite movies in the last, you know, yeah. my favorite horror movies of the twenty, you know, the two thousands. I think it came out in oh nine. Um and man, I've been like waiting for fucking uh Ty West to make another horror movie because he did um he did the Innkeepers, which I really liked uh and then he did a segment in vhs which was cool uh and then he made the sacrament which was also really good but that's more of like a culty it's horror but it's you know it's more of like suspense than horror you know it's more thriller um if you haven't watched that that's it's good it's basically jim jones uh cult stuff uh and then he made a movie he made a movie called in the valley of violence which is a actual a, a western film with uh uh, Ethan Hawke and um, Tysa Farmiga and I want to say the the bad guy in his James Ransone I think he's famous I haven't seen it though I need to watch it but he hasn't really done anything else he's directed some, he directed some episodes of Wayward Pines some episodes of The Outcast The Exorcist <clears throat> The Passage The Resident soundtrack like I I I want him to make another horror movie like the guy's fucking talented
0: yeah it's a bummer Um, okay next
1: uh next up i watched um lock and key uh, which was a netflix series that came out uh beginning of this year uh, based on a comic book series by joe hill who's the son of stephen king um it's sort of like ya low-grade horror fantasy more like a dark fantasy type thing
0: um
1: but it's fun i i enjoyed it um the kid actors are good i mean most of the there, there's only one like young kid the rest are teenagers um and it has to do with these kids who move from uh like a big city to like a you know they they inherit uh basically their family home after their dad dies uh, their dad is murdered and um in the house they start finding keys and the keys do different things different magical shit like the little kid is the one who starts finding them at first, and he finds like a key that you can, if you, op- you know, put in a lock and open a door and think about a place that has a door that you've seen, you can go there.
0: So, like, Ooh, that's weird. Yeah,
1: it'll open a door there. So, like, then he finds a key that, like, when you point it towards the back of your neck, a little keyhole opens and you can put it in, turn it, and then you can go inside of your own head. Like you become a a secondary physical being outside of your body, and there's usually like a door or a like the main kid, the little kid, he has like a toy box that when you open it, you can go into his head and like look at memories or you know interact with your own emotions. It's it's interesting. So there's all these different keys that do this stuff, and you know they there's a mystery about, and then they kind of have to figure out what to do with like a, a demon. Basically, it's it's um it's a good show though. It you know. What- Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah.
0: And it's a show, not a movie.
1: It's a uh, ten episodes. Okay. Yeah, um, but it's good. I I really enjoyed it. I watched it in two days because you know I'm sitting here for eight hours a day on the couch. So, um, yeah i I'll give it a I'll give it a four as well. I okay. Or I want I want to give it like a three and a half because it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen, but I think. If for what they had there's some there's some shitty CG in it like there's there's a key that turns you can like if you walk through the doorway you become a ghost like you leave your body and your body's like basically just comatose and you can fly yeah. around and do shit and like that instead of just like green screening like or blue screening a kid flying through the air you know just kind of like put them on ropes and fly them around <laughs> they're like we'll CG the whole entire kid and it looks no bueno yeah
0: <laughs> I mean I guess it sounds like it would need some bad CG if there's like magical doors and shit all over the place.
1: Yeah. Um there's some cool shit though. Like the one girl goes in her own brain and she has like almost an MC Escher style mall in her head, so like all the escalators are in impossible angles and doing cool shit like that and that looks great. It's just the mm-hmm. the ghost kid and then there's like a shadow key that you can like control shadows and do stuff and some of the monsters that this thing makes with the shadows is kind of like but on the whole it's good that's why i'm rounding it up i'll give it a four because i I think with what they've got budget wise you know you can forgive a little bit of cg nonsense but i love joe hill i've read all of his books um and i think he's a great writer i've never really read his comics but i know they're really highly regarded i know fans of lock and key aren't loving the show as much because i'm sure they've changed it i know it's it's a lot more it's a lot darker in the comics and more horror based cuz you know yeah. he's Stephen King's son so of course um Okay
0: that's what I was going to say who is he cuz I keep hearing the name but every time you say Joe Hill obviously I'm about to make a stupid joke I always think Jonah Hill so I'm always <laughs> like I'm You're always like, like wow, no he, it's not Jonah Hill but
1: He changed his name to write comics. <laughs> yeah. He's going more serious. So the reason Joe Hill uses um that name is he he wanted to become he wanted to become a writer based on his own merits you know and not yeah obviously his father. Yeah. so just like stephen king used to write under richard bachman after he got famous he would write the weirder stories that didn't really fit into stephen king's you know universe at the time yeah um, but once he was big enough that he could basically write whatever the fuck he wanted he you know retired uh, richard bachman Though he has written one or two uh, other books after Bachman died, quote unquote, but they released them as like posthum- posthumous works. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah. Okay. So, what did you get? What, what's next? What'd you play? What'd you see?
0: Okay, so now we hit the game list. So, I can burn through a couple of these that I don't have to talk too much about. I have been going through my backlog a lot. Um, oh, yeah, I guess I haven't announced it completely. I did my Pro, I got my PS4 Pro. So what I did was, is I did notice this incoming um, crisis, and I realized it's going to be hard to get certain goods for a while, so instead of like, you know, I don't know, like, I probably should have thought of more important shit, but I realized my PS2, my PS4 was like two years old, I use it a lot, uh, and my warranty was up on it. But you still get like about $150 worth of trade credit for it, which is not bad. 150 bucks for a PS4 Slim is not bad trade credit. So I traded it in. I got a PlayStation 4 Pro. I got a black one, thank God. Most of the places only had a, a white ones. <clears throat> and then I also got a pair of gold PlayStation headphones. Those are yeah. awesome.
1: How do you like them so far? I meant to ask I you. I love them. They're so fucking Ready. comfortable, right?
0: Yeah, they're very comfortable. They fit perfectly. I mean, after a while, when I'm when it's really late and I'm wearing them for a couple of hours, uh, and I'm laying down watching a movie, they can kind of like. But it's I'm wearing headphones. You're not supposed to be laying in bed like on a pillow with yeah, big yeah. headphones. But they're great. I use them at nighttime. Uh, they sound great.
1: They, you know, what uh, I love about them they they feel comfortable with glasses on.
0: Yes, they have. Well, you know why they're designed to fit a PS Four.
1: Uh, oh, the VR the yeah, VR yeah. set.
0: So they're designed to where you can be wearing that giant helmet, and they still won't uh, interfere. Which that's a pretty good idea because you know they could have fucked up and made that not work. So that's why that they're really good with them with glasses. So I and uh, I enjoy them. I still put them in the box every night, trying to keep them as like uh, trying to keep them in good shape. Uh, I did kind of like I got kind of lucky in this last like GameStop stint uh i guess i can say this because who cares because gamestop's fucked anyways and i'm not saying (laughs) names but my my people's kind of hooked me up a bunch so i uh i saw that target had them on sale for 63 dollars and gamestop still had them for 100 and i was like hey do you guys price match and he was like technically no they tell us not to but technically yes so he's like pull up the target ad and text it to me and I was like sweet and he boom gave me the gave me the 64 dollar price tag on them so I saved what 30 bucks headphones so that was pretty pretty sweet uh, I one thing I am thinking of I'm gonna tangent off and talk about gamestop for a second uh, I'm wondering what's gonna happen like I don't know how long it's gonna take them to go out of business did you hear about the thing I I, I'm, I may be missing the state I may be messing miss, messing the state up. Did you hear about what happened? I think it was Pennsylvania with, with GameStop. Do you know anything about no, GameStop I know getting fucked over?
1: They're closing... Over, I was just putting it on the news, but we'll say it now. <laughs> they're going to close uh, over 300 stores permanently.
0: Yeah, so... I mean, we can save the GameStops up for the news if you want.
1: No, no, that's fine. Like, we can uh, talk about it. All right,
0: fuck it. So what ended up happening was is GameStop was trying to label themselves essential. We're an essential business. And you know what, man, for that first week, I say, yeah, stay open, let people get their games or cause that's why I've really been stocking up on games and shit because who knows when shit's going to, we don't know how long this could take. It could be another month. It could be another two years that we're like this. We never know. So basically GameStop sends out letters to them saying like, stay open and they're like, what well, can you send us cleaning supplies and they're like oh don't worry about it just expense it go to the store and buy a bunch of hand sanitizer and cleaners and everyone's like yeah bitch all that stuff's gone that there, there yeah. is none can you send us stuff and they're like nah just bring stuff from home and clean the store so and they also so the the major thing was is a conference call got leaked with managers and corporate it was a 30 minute phone call got leaked by someone in uh in the managers management and the managers are all like, hey, man, our store like, what the fuck are we going to do? You're not sending us anything to clean. You're not, you're telling us we have to stay open. And GameStop just kept saying, look, it's a day-by-day thing. We'll take it one day at a time. And they said, okay, well, what's protocol when someone gets sick? And they were like, well, if someone gets it, you close the store, have people come in and clean the store that night, and then reopen the next day. And they're like, what? Well, Jesus. at least will those people get paid... And they're like, it's a day by day thing. I don't know. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So eventually, stores are closing down other places. And GameStop's like, nope, you're still open. You're still open. And they send them a letter, an email that says, if law enforcement comes to your GameStop and says you have to shut down, tell them, give them this piece of paper, tell them GameStop is an essential thing, uh, and have the police department contact the corporate offices. So they're telling the fucking employees of GameStop to say fuck off to the cops and say you can't shut us down unless you bring me a warrant or some kind of state-issued thing. We're not closing. So during this meeting, one of the managers – conference calls. One of the managers says, "Um, hey, I've been trying to contact corporate and I've got no response. And the corporate guy's like, yeah, you know, everyone is working, Uh, you know, we are uh, getting to... And the guy goes, wait a minute, are you guys at home quarantined? Are you you guys not even meeting in the corporate office? And they're like, it's a day-by-day, one-day-at-a-time thing. (laughs) So corporate GameStop buddies are all at home, but they're making the goons work. So fast forward, this is so dick of them. Fast forward, the most baller shit happens. The... I think it's the governor, whoever like is the main dude in the state, right? The governor of whatever state, maybe Pennsylvania or some shit. When he hears this shit, he contacts GameStop and says, "Uh, your business license in the state of whatever is revoked and GameStop no longer has a license to practice business in this state. All of your stores are closed down." Effective immediately
1: Damn Bro, How shit.
0: baller? So he says You're all shut down Your stores are closed They closed all GameStops And put signs on That said "No, Do not enter Without protective equipment Because it's fucking There's people coming in And out GameStop had no protocol So the Dude hours later GameStop Sends every store In the country Close your doors you're, You know We've decided To take this Into precaution Because we <laughs> feel This is dangerous And it's like no, you just even if this blows over, you just lost an entire state. Your yeah. business license is revoked. He didn't say until further notice. He said your business license is, is is revoked in this state, and you are no longer fit to operate any kind of business in this state. F- fuck you guys. D- how? So I thought that was one of the most baller things I've ever heard. To like, re- like you know, people have already always been talking about fuck GameStop, and. This really shows, like, damn, dude, somebody really slapped it to him yeah, hard. someone fucking and... took it to their ass. <laughs> <laughs> that dude said your business license is revoked. So, uh, so basically, we already knew GameStop was going down even before any of this happened. GameStop was estimated less than five years to be around. They were just shutting down stores left and right, anyways. They had already shut down uh, twelve stores in our in our um, in Broward. Not even in the whole. Ca- county of broward but just around us we've already lost 12 stories in the last maybe six months or less before this crisis happened yeah so now dude gamestop is done they're not going to be able to recover
1: yeah they're pretty fucked but it's i mean like i don't hate gamestop you know a lot of people do i i dislike a lot of the um their business policies yeah their policies are fucked but like you know the people that work at GameStop are generally cool people. You know what I mean. And it's it's sad, but they don't pay them enough. Those people deserve better, anyways. So it's like fuck GameStop. Just someone else needs to open a better game store and then you know take over. But who knows? I mean, now in the way that the way that we live, it's storefronts aren't really a thing anymore. You know?
0: Yeah. Like, and you know, even I love physical, but I mean, I always will love physical. But, I mean, in the meantime, the, the the install size for your game is the same whether it's digital or physical. Yeah. So, whether you download Final Fantasy 15 or you have the disc, it's still 109 gigs. So, I will always love digital. I mean, my bad physical. But, I mean, for now, fuck it. There's not much we can do. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even be buying and trading off of people like online I wouldn't I'm not really too keen on like ordering things from people obviously right now but uh but yeah luckily for me in that last like 2 weeks man cuz I was in there a lot uh I was wondering why my boys were hooking it up like basically allegedly uh basically GameStop has this new they had this new thing where if you had a pro account you got a $5 credit every month but it could only be used at the store and you couldn't use it for pre-orders And oddly enough, mine wasn't coming through, and so my buddy would be like, oh, it's fine, I can still just give it to you. And I realized, oh, they have like a comp button. They could just plug in a number. And I had 15,000, 16,000 points, and one day I woke up, and it said my points had been used. So I go to the GameStop, and I'm like, hey, man, what the fuck happened to my points? I had 15,000 points I was going to use. And then he goes, Oh yeah, my bad. That was us. We used your points to get to re- to renew your subscription because we needed a pre-order. We needed a um
1: Yeah, a subscription.
0: A year a yearly subscription for, for the day. And he goes, But don't worry, dude, I got you. I'll just I'll take fifteen dollars off the next thing you buy. Which turned out to be Shadow of the Tomb Raider, the third in the series, because I beat the second one last time. So I got that definitive edition that I'm excited to play. Uh so it was cool. He basically upped my subscription for fifteen bucks for free and then gave me fifteen bucks. I just come out basically 30 bucks in my pocket and then that he does the thing with the headphones and I'm like, why are they hooking it up so much? Uh, and in the end it doesn't matter because fucking GameStop's dead. Yeah. So, so yeah, but, uh, what made me think of that was I've paid $60 for my two year warranty so that I could go ahead and take my PS4 pro in at any t- time in the next two years and replace it for a brand new one. And I'm wondering, like, I know it's not, they're not going to shut down every store overnight but, like, I may have to, like, track down, like, the only remaining GameStop, avail- like, alive in the next year and a half to be able to, like, go use that. Because that, yeah. like, I use my warranties so that I can maintain a, a good system, a fresh fucking system. Because I use my system so much. Especially now that I'm home, my system's on, like, 18, 20 hours a day. That's a lot.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Uh <sighs> You go ahead for a bit. I just talked about GameStop a lot, and I'll run through some games after that.
1: Um, so today, well, between yesterday and today, I, I watched uh, Suspiria, the remake from 2019. Um, and it sucked. Uh, I mean, I haven't really? I haven't seen Suspiria, the original. I don't know if I've ever watched it all the way through. I know I've watched parts of it, and I've probably seen the whole thing, but I can't really remember it. But yeah. uh, this one is... The music's great. It's a Tom York, obviously, so he's fucking Obviously,
0: awesome. incredible soundtrack.
1: Yeah. So, you know, music's great. The acting's great. Tilda Swinton plays, like, three different characters, and you might not even notice some of them.
0: Really? Um, she plays multiple characters? Yeah. Who is she? Fucking Tyler Perry? Eddie Murphy?
1: You know what? Tyler Perry is a good uh, comparison in this case. Um, but, uh, the story just is dog shit. It's not really scary. There's, like, there's two scenes that are really, well, three that are like body horror, scary stuff. Like, there's one scene I really liked where this girl, she finds um, one of the students at the school finds like the secret door uh, where all the witchy shit goes down and she like goes in there and she finds some of the other girls that have left, quote unquote, or gone missing, like all gross and one of them has her feet cut off and she's like... Don't, crawl- don't
0: spoil too yeah, much. She's, like, yeah, she's like crawling
1: around. So it's it's just creepy, but it's not really scary. There's not really much happening, and the fucking story makes no goddamn sense.
0: I mean, the trailer was pretty creepy, man.
1: Um, If you find dancing creepy, there's a lot of that. Like, really. Is there
0: creepy dancing?
1: This is really intense dancing.
0: Okay.
1: Um, All the acting's great, though. Dakota Johnson, the chick from Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, she was great. She's really good. She was already. I I enjoyed her in. Bad times at the El Royale, which came out last year, twenty eighteen.
0: Oh, I didn't see that.
1: It's good. I really like it. Um,
0: yeah, I remember you reviewing it, saying it was really good.
1: Um, so I already knew she was better than the movies she had been in. You know, she's very much like uh, the the Twilight kids. You know how they can't really escape that. Um,
0: but yeah, what I is just, she? But what is she typecast for?
1: No, no, I just mean she's you can't escape that that history right like that she was even in those movies or whatever you know that that's what, what the people, gray movies yeah
0: i don't know i mean well i guess you know what maybe for the majority of like uh, people i mean i would say predominantly female filmgoers because i mean i think every woman saw those movies i didn't i didn't see them i'm not trying to clown but i i wouldn't know i mean i did watch the cinema sins so i kind of feel like i saw it cuz doesn't feel like that movie's gonna have a lot of plot other than the obvious. Yeah,
1: pretty no much fucking... feels like you
0: could describe that movie in five minutes. Yeah, but she is. What? What else was she in? No, no. I don't
1: mean that she's typecast. I mean that people think she sucks as an actress because those movies suck.
0: Because uh, okay, yeah, you know, I mean, it's almost like, like Kristen Bell, but it turns out she does suck. As no, an actress. Uh,
1: you mean Kristen Stewart. Stewart, and you know what? She's she's better than those movies too. She's picked some shit movies. But she was great in American Ultra. I heard she was awesome in the, that underwater movie that came out uh, end of last year. So she underwater movie. Yeah, I think it's called Underwater. Um, she's a talented actress. Okay. She just picks bad movies. You know, she's been in some fucking dumpster fires. Um, yeah. But yeah, so um, I, I I don't want to say too much because you're gonna see it and you can tell me. I mean, I know a lot of people loved it. I know um three or four people like commented on my facebook saying that they loved it and you know like they disagreed but i was like i just it it's two and a half hours long and it literally could, it could have been 90 minutes easy like they could have cut an hour out of that and made a better movie
0: is there a lot of like uh cinematography and just kind of like uh just like silent shots of pretty shit like i doubt it's got a ton of dialogue
1: it's weird because if it was that i'd appreciate it more it's shot uh on what looks to be 30 millimeter um so it's like very filmy which is nice you know i I appreciate that but it also looks old you know it's like it, it feels the the wardrobe you know the choices that they made with wardrobe and it's it supposedly takes place uh in you know the 60s or 70s it's um it's basically the same time period of the original so it's it's a very weird choice like to make a remake and literally remake it you know same time period same everything and not do yeah. any changes but so it's just it's beautiful in a lot of ways there's some really cool shit they do but no it's not like there's these lingering interesting shots it's like all this weird cuts and choppy shit and then the ending there's like a really big like gory bloody crazy scene which i won't talk about the scene itself yeah yeah, don't but it's edited so shitty it's like they it's like they put it in (laughs) slow-mo but then cut out frames so it's all it's like choppy and weird it's like a strobe light almost but not flashing so it's as if like you know how the movement you see in in a strobe light looks all choppy it's like that but without the light it's very weird. And it takes away from what's Yeesh. probably the best part of the movie in terms of horror. Like motherfuckers yeah. heads are exploding and it's like, you don't even care. What? You can't really tell. Yeah.
0: How crazy. could that be? Uh, so, yes, yeah, I do want to see it. Cause then the original is really cool. Italian horror, mm-hmm. uh, goblin does the soundtrack. The soundtrack for the original is so good. I have both on vinyl cause I'm a loser and I have to say that, uh, It's so good. Like, the original soundtrack is great. Goblin is a wonderful, wonderful, great Italian band that does a lot of horror scores. And the movie, the original was really focused on creepy, like, mood lighting. There was a lot of, like, red lights, neon lights. So, like, it would just be, like, she'd be, like, in the witch house or, like, in the ballerina school, which was, like, you know, the freaking, what is it? Academy. The Mm -hmm. the, the ballerina academy, which is also, like, the witch's den, basically. And the lighting was just gnarly. It was just crazy, like, red, like a lot of red lighting and a lot of, like, what looks like warm-colored fluorescent lighting. Uh, and I just remember that I do want to see it. I did end up trying to pirate a copy of it, but it, the copy came out bad because I'm having trouble finding a physical, and I don't see it anywhere on streaming services. Oh, I watched and it on I'd Prime. Like, no, I'm talking about the original.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. W- where did you watch... Uh, what, Amazon? Yeah, on Prime. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, the original is great. The soundtrack for the new one is also great. It's Tom York from Radiohead, obviously. Uh, it's really neat because he goes between score stuff, and then he just has straight-up Tom York songs. Yeah. So there's just like little weird freaking Brit dude fucking singing, singing. And Radiohead. they weave those
1: into the film, too. So it's 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 really well done in terms of the scoring um, yeah, he
0: did an interview where he spoke about it. Where, I mean, you always have to say shit like this, but he he talked about how he like he listened to the OG, the original soundtrack, by Goblin, as kind of like an inspiration and and stuff. So I need to listen to them both back to back to see where because they're very different. This one is very. I mean, I'd say it, it's very Radiohead, but there's there's a reason in my opinion why Radiohead is the greatest band in the world, and a lot of that is Tom York. Um, but yeah.
1: He's a very 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 smart guy. Um I'll I'll finish off with another horror movie I watched today on Prime called Braid. Uh and it was it's it's really highly rated. It's like 85% on Rotten. Um it was on a bunch of lists I was looking at of like best horror movies of, you know, 2019 or whatever. Uh and uh, I didn't really like it. I I loved it while it was happening for a long time and then they did a thing that I hate, which is they did a twist. And the twist is so dumb, it ruined the movie for me. And did I re- you watch it? Where did I watch it? It was on Prime. Yes. Yeah, I watched it on Prime. It was free. Uh, it's 99 cents on Amazon, though. So like, if you don't have Prime, you can just buy it for a dollar and watch it.
0: How um, much is Prime? 10 Prime bucks a month? Prime
1: is 15 a month. Uh, but you get, you get next day shipping on almost everything, so it's awesome. True. And you get access. Ex- well, no, I'm sorry. It's 10 bucks a month. Uh, but minus fifteen because I put Shutter on there for four ninety nine. Okay. Um. Or it might be so, it might be twelve and Shutter was three, but whatever. It's that expensive because I have Shutter. Um,
0: so what? Um. So
1: Braid. What's
0: the, <laughs> the plot synopsis? Kind of so a little bit.
1: Braid is about these two girls who are in need of money because they get raided by the DEA and they lose eighty three thousand dollars versus or, uh, worth of drugs. That they had just gotten, um, and, specific number. Yeah, it was. Well, they had just they were literally counting everything up and kind of telling how much it should be worth, um, and then they get raided, and so they lose that, and they have to make it up because their dealers like, yeah, motherfuckers, you have two days or else I'm gonna fucking kill you or whatever. I mean, you don't really hear about it, whatever, but they yeah. have two days, so, um, so they go to the house of their old friend who, like, inherited a bunch of money and they plan on robbing her. But she's crazy. Like, she's, uh, sh- she's uh like, should be institutionalized because she's delusional. And she lives in, like, this mansion and she basically just wants... If they come over, they just want to play... She wants to play this game that they were playing when she hit her head and, and, like, fucked her brain up. Which is, like, one of them's a doctor, she's the mom, and the other one's her daughter. And, like, it's this like thing there's three rules like you know everyone has to play no outsiders and no one leaves and they like hit each other with fucking mallets and she like cuts these girls eyelids and cheeks and all this crazy shit and they're just trying to get money but then it has an ending that you're just like (laughs) And it's a first-time director. It's not
0: the worst. You spend all this time watching a movie, and you're like, it's not too bad, it's not too bad. And then it gets to the the final act, and you're just like, you have to sit through it because you've already given the movie an hour of your life, and it's just the worst.
1: Yeah, it's... I'm just, You know what? You're probably never going to watch it. I'm just going to tell I'm you. I'm
0: not going to watch it. Tell me. I mean, when was it made? What does it look like? Like how, how good? It's, of, like, so
1: it's an indie, right? It's a, definitely an indie film. And it's made by an indie, a first time uh, director. And this, I don't know. You know, I don't know. She's, it's her first directorial. It's her directorial debut. So I don't know okay. what else she's done, you know, what, or what her mind's like. Fair enough. So it's these two girls that go and it starts with like the game, you know, and whatever. They, the first thing that happens is she the 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 one of the girls uh has to play the doctor and she has to hit the other girl's knee for like reflex test and she has to do it with like a meat tenderizer and so like that's like the first little inclination of oh shit like this is bad you know and then uh like the girls try to escape they take pcp and they trip balls and then uh they try to escape and they're like they get hit like the the crazy girl hits them both over the head with a bat and then ties them up with like hair which is weird like these giant braids from doll hair and then a cop comes and then she like gets the cop to leave and then the girls are just like gone like they just get out and you're like okay they got out and then they're all cool again and they're just hanging out and they're like trying to get her you know to tell their tell them where all the money's at so she gives one girl a riddle.
0: This is way, kind of confusing. So they go to rob their friend.
1: Yeah. And then their friend beats the shit out of them? Well, so what it seems like is originally she would pay them to play this game. And so they were going to try and play it long enough to get enough money, you know? Because she's rich. Like, she inherited millions.
0: Oh, so she is she mentally all there? No.
1: No. But, so, so they're taking
0: advantage of her, and she's yes. like, oh, we played the game, and I'll give you money. Yeah, so she pays And they pays go, oh, let's the, just play enough to... That's
1: kind of weird. She pays the doctor, you know, like, and normally she would give them real money, but this time she gives them, like, funny money. You know, like, Monopoly money. Yeah. And so and they're, they're like, like shit, no. we need to find her safe so we can get her money, because whatever. Yeah, but that's the whole point. She, so, it's weird. So then... The the cop comes back and she's tortured both of these girls now. Like they try to escape again, right? And they run to the street and they're hi- trying to hitchhike because they don't have a car. And the one girl's just like sitting on a suitcase smoking a cigarette. And the other girl's like, fucking help me, dude. And she's like, I'm fucking tired. I don't want to do it. And she's like, I'm fucking tired. but We need to get out of here. And she gets hit by a fucking car. And you're like, oh shit. <laughs> right? And That's so then.
0: That's such a weird movie tool randomly yeah. hit somebody with a car.
1: Yeah. And then she wakes up and she's tied to a wheelchair, like with her head tied and everything. And she goes and her other friend is like trapped in like a crib that's like weighed down. I don't know. It's weird. But so then the girl's like, okay, well, you know, now you're never gonna leave and you don't get to leave because whatever. And you know, people are looking for you because they're like missing at this point. I guess I don't, they don't really explain that, but there's like missing persons reports out for them. And so she cuts like Joker smile into the to girl, one girl's mouth and then the other girl she like cuts her bottom eyelids like she puts a line down them and then you're like holy shit and then the detective comes so what happens is the they they get out somehow and they're um oh the the crazy girl says she's pregnant right she's like i'm pregnant and the one girl's like you're fucking crazy you're not pregnant you're crazy you're barren you literally can't have kids and the other girl recognizes this is their chance so she's like There's something wrong with your baby. I need to operate immediately. So her delusion kicks in and she's like, okay, doc. And then they like lay her down. They're about to kill her. And the cop comes in and he like threatens them. And then the crazy girl gets up and kills the cop, right? Well, stabs him in the neck. But then the other girl, one of the friends, starts attacking him too. And like cuckoo nuts, crazy, uh, killing him. And the other girl's just getting spattered with blood crying. And she's like scared. And then from then on, this is the twist. is like, they're all crazy. And the one girl that didn't like to do the killing wants to leave. But they're like, you've been leaving and coming back over and over again forever. Look at your arm. And she has like burn marks from every time she's trying to leave because they punish her. But then those disappear. And then everyone, like, then they're like happy, but she's still trying to leave. And then the one girl that was her friend... Reveals that she was the drug dealer Coco who, like, she called. She, like, I, it doesn't really make any sense.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a clusterfuck of. Yes. It sounds like a bunch of ideas somebody wanted to shoehorn into a movie. They wanted to make some, like, weird, tortury, kind of thrillery memento thing, maybe. Yes. Well, because then.
1: So after after this then she wakes up and her scars are gone and the other girl's scars are gone and then she goes and she's like what the fuck is happening and she digs up the body that they chopped up and buried of the cop and it's not there and then they're like the cop's not real he's part of the game and then she reads a book like a diary that like dictates the whole movie basically and she's like what the fuck is going on and then she's like it's part of the game you've been playing it forever and i'm like i don't know who's crazy because they showed how it happened like how the one girl went loopy she accidentally fell out of a tree house onto her head and they were playing the game so it's like it got stuck in her brain right like you know she that's what she wants forever but then they all kill themselves and then it ends like so they all kill themselves in different ways all at once and then it ends with an old lady at the same house washing dishes and it's like the house is all derelict and broken down everything's disgusting and overgrown and then the doorbell rings and it's uh, you hear the one of the main girls like whistling the same song she whistled when she came the first time so it's like they're all still alive and still playing the game and so their deaths were all fake since everything else was fake and part of the game like i don't get it. it 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 made me mad like you know when it especially as someone and and again not that i'm like a filmmaker and i'm great but like someone who you know went to film school like (laughs) i didn't it's okay you haven't
0: said that in about two months you can say it again
1: but what i mean is like having learned about how films are put together and you know how like the writing process this kind of shit annoys you because you're like you literally threw spaghetti at the wall, you know, like yeah. you had a story going and then you were like, okay, now here's the part where we just figure out how to fuck it all up and make it wacky. Cause that gives us, you know, an edge. Have you ever seen the movie high tension? I think I've yes. bitched about this for, that is the worst yes. twist that's ever happened in any movie. And it ruined retroactively the entire film, which I was loving up to that point.
0: Yeah. I do remember the first time I watched that very vividly, uh, and it was such an intense movie i mean the kills you want to know what's brutal. funny
1: about you saying that is the story is ripped directly from a book called intensity by dean koontz it is plagiarized huh. beyond belief like really exact things in that but yeah it's it's funny because uh dean koontz was going to sue them and then he was like i don't even fucking care like like you know i'm not going to get anything from this there's no money yeah but yeah um, it was such an intense and like suspenseful film in your whole shit
0: yeah it and- was really like like no I'm not going to say before it's time but it was very like progressive and cool and it was like retro but looked very new like once again like I I think if I think if you just have high saturation and um like I automatically think you have great cinematography because you know how like the, the that movie has like it's that like that color where they make they just super saturated. Yeah, they, they the up color. the
1: contrast and saturation so it's yeah. really vivid if and bright. you up your
0: contrast and saturation. I'm all over it. I love it. And uh, but I thought it was great. And it was it was just it was really well done for like some new shit. Like the weird thing in the beginning with the truck driver getting a blowjob from the decapitated head. Also things like that. How do you explain that?
1: dude that's what i'm saying like
0: they they made a character that could not have been the couple like what does that scene mean when the blood when the when the when the truck driver murderer guy the maniac is getting is blowing himself with a decapitated head does that mean that when they stopped at a rest stop the 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 blonde girlfriend was masturbating to a decapitated head she killed while the other one was looking like that's what sucked if anyone doesn't know couple goes on a vacation uh they're chased by a murderer at the end of the movie it turns out the whole time the murderer's been one of the other girls in the couple and it's a big hallucination and it's kind of it's a big fuck
1: you and the crazy part is they're not an actual couple it's a girl who goes to see to visit her friend quote-unquote that her parents but she's in love with that girl and that's the whole thing is she like is obsessed to come out to her parents yeah well, no, the other girl's not gay, I don't think, in, in in the story. Like, I think the idea is that this girl is obsessed with her best friend and to the point where she breaks. Oh. She has a psychotic break. But what they do is they have scenes where there are two people on a security camera. We see them. It's not like yeah. you only see her crawling around. You see the killer. So it's like if they wanted to have hints of that, then you have her crawling around and you just see like a shadow or something. So where it could be anything and it's just her delusion, right? But, like, there's a part where she's chasing him in a car and he's in a van and they both crash. How in the fuck is that yeah. possible?
0: Well, it's one of those things where, like, you should be able to go back on the second viewing and go, like, it, it should be like, um, I, like, Fight Club. Uh, like I see dead people.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. It should be like Sixth Sense where or you like go back and you watch it the second time and you go, oh, man, I see. But this time makes no fucking sense. The same dude is chasing both the girls at the same time. And they're both together hiding from the dude, but at the end of the movie, you find out the dude is one of the girls. It it was just—I mean, I remember the first because that movie came out what, two thousand and four, six?
1: Four, I think.
0: And uh, I remember watching it and being like, "Whoa, deep," you know, and then not really realizing like this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like uh, a deep pool of uh, bullshit. So again, you kind of broke up. I said
1: a deep pool of bullshit is what it is. well like i remember watching it being like this shit is awesome because it was really highly regarded especially in the horror community people were like going crazy for it and i was like i get it it's so good and then the twist happened and i wanted to snap i I had rented it from netflix when i got physical dvds and i wanted to snap the dvd in half i was so mad and this was before anything this before i was interested in filmmaking anything i was just you know i was what 20? That was 15 years ago, man. I was 21. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And I just was so mad. Because, like, they literally, it breaks the whole movie. Like, it doesn't make it does. sense. There's a part it, where the van is driving, and the girl is in the back, hiding with the other girl who's tied up, and the girl's reacting to her. But we're watching the van drive. Like, again, if, if the van when we first saw it, when she was sneaking, like was driving, and then, you know, you could see somehow a little bit of the front, you know, the front mirror, or you know or the rear view mirror or something, and see that it had stopped or something, you know, or like yeah. a red light, like the brake lights were on or something, you know, then you could be like, okay, they're hinting that she stopped and we're just, you know, imagining that he's up there driving. I don't know.
0: It, yeah, it, well, once again, we're talking about high tension, uh, if anyone forgot, and, you know, this movie or film was really an opportunity to be really creative with these moments yeah and really find a way to to visually show something and then later on give the viewer a reason to go back and dissect the film which gives you multiple viewings which in the end nowadays with clicks i mean they couldn't foretell that would be you know better but it's there, there's none, there's no, I mean, I, I, I want to watch it again to see if, are there at least two or three moments where they tried to convey that? Because it seems like they never tried even once to like cover their tracks and make it work. It seems like they wrote a movie about a maniac murderer chasing these girls. And at the end, someone said, yo, how sick would it be if like one of the girls was the killer? And like, it was just like, you know, we just, we, we pull a sneaky on them.
1: That's a hundred percent what it is. Deep. Deep.
0: That's kind of that's kind of feels like what they did. Somebody was like, "Let's let's do something. Let's bust the stunt and let's say that it was the girl the whole time and make everyone second guess themselves. Well, it's and, like uh, nobody will bother.
1: It was the early two thousands where everything needed a fucking twist because the Sixth Sense had come out because in ninety nine. Because Sixth Sense,
0: but right. you could tell
1: literally they filmed the whole movie and then at the you know on when they're starting to shoot the ending, he was like, "Ooh, you know what would be fun." And then they were like, "But it doesn't make sense." And he was like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a twist. If it yeah. makes, if it doesn't make sense, it's even better. They'll never see it coming." And it's like, "Dude, M Night Shyamalan made a career on twists, and only one time did it work." Like,
0: um, I mean, okay, The Village wasn't the worst.
1: Oh, dude, I called that in the but trailer. You really? Oh yeah, I never saw it. I, I, I never watched it because I literally saw the trailer. And my roommate was stoked, and I said, 100%, it's going to be people in suits. And it's going to be in modern times. And he was like, no fucking way. And he came back, he was like, you motherfucker. And I'm like, (laughs) dude, you can see it. If you know who's making it, and you know what they do, you can 100% see what's coming.
0: So what about Lady in the Water? I don't even know what the twist was in that movie. There was no twist. That I think that was his twist. Yeah. So, Lady in the Water was. I thought Lady in the Water was actually a really cool, interesting movie about an an, an apartment building.
1: Well, it's just a fairy tale. I remember liking it. It it wasn't
0: terrible. Like I could because there wasn't like. I think it. That's what I was gonna say. That there's no twist. It literally is. I forgot. But at the end, like there really is like a giant phoenix bird and giant wolf. Like there really are giant fantastical like beasts mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't uh so i i i actually liked it because there was a lot of personality within the tenants of the building yeah uh who was the guy that was the the the, the chubbier white oh, um, actor who's really good
1: god damn it uh he's, not, he, he's like a
0: low budget uh, richard Dreyfus.
1: yeah no no but he was in uh he's been in, he was rhino in amazing spider-man too um fuck i forget his name but yeah he's a famous actor he's really good um, yeah he
0: was he was pretty good in that movie and i I think even now maybe it's worth a watch because especially now if you live in something like if you don't live in a house but you live like in a like apartment building or complex uh I think it was cool because like you you're kind of trapped with all the people you live with you know what it reminds me of
1: is my last apartment before this house because that was like a little uh eight apartment little tiny building yeah. with a patio in the middle like if we had a pool. It would have been, would have been in the middle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, uh, so I, I did like Lady in the Water. And then, you know, I mean, uh, Signs didn't have a twist. I mean, with the water.
1: Dude, that <laughs> ruined that entire movie. Signs was okay. Bro. And then they were like, water hurts them. And I was like, oh, fuck these aliens. Like,
0: yeah. And coincidentally, the little girl loves to leave glasses of water around. Yeah. Um, and, and then, um, I mean, there was War of the Worlds where, like, the aliens, they. They crush everybody, they and then they come out at the end and they're like, I'm allergic to oxygen. And no, they, they what,
1: what kills them in War of the Worlds makes sense. It's a common cold. Like they catch a a, a cold which wouldn't exist on their world. That makes sense. You can't yeah. expect that, right? You can see water from space, dude. Like <laughs> you would think those <laughs> aliens would just avoid blue planets just in general.
0: Yeah. Or, or even but, yeah.
1: they could they literally, I've said this a million times, they couldn't get out of their spaceships in Florida. The fucking humidity would kill them. It's water in oh. the air.
0: <laughs> but did they know that they were allergic to water?
1: They have to. Like, they have intergalactic travel. They have the That's ability brutal. to travel through space on distances that don't make sense, right?
0: And also, is this the first time they're coming in contact with water? Yeah, they've been like, making crap circles. Ships tell them, yeah. Like, wouldn't uh, ships them, like, uh, atmosphere not? stable and why did the
1: <laughs> one look like the fucking grinch and why was he naked
0: because shamalan no that wasn't Shyamalan. but just because it was, it was Shyamalan. fun to look at
1: that was Shyamalan.
0: yeah what do you mean
1: that was you said it wasn't Shyamalan. that's who made it
0: world of worlds no i'm talking
1: about signs
0: oh signs yeah the creepy one in the birthday party yeah it's just Mexico? like
1: the fucking it looks like the old bigfoot video <laughs> Yes, the Zapruder it was film. creepy
0: though That was the creepy moment the first time you saw it Yeah
1: I I hated Unbreakable as well I hate most M. Night Shyamalan films But I loved The Village Which is so, I'm mean, not, the, sorry Uh, The Visit, the one about the old people was Yeah, the that's only, the one I didn't see uh, That one's fun it, it has one of the best moments Because there's a, this cunty little kid in it That thinks he's a rapper and it's really annoying And then an old guy st- slaps him in the face With a full on full of diarrhea adult diaper and i i turned to kelsey <laughs> and i said this is the best possible thing that could have happened at this moment <laughs> um
0: yeah i remember you and keith enjoying that movie
1: but yeah m night Shyamalan's ruined movies for a little bit there when everyone thought they had to have a twist and i think high tension was alexander aja aja who i loved the hills have eyes but i, I want to say he 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 made high tension which is a movie i hate more than anything um and he's uh he did um he also did uh the uh, evil dead remake i believe
0: really uh, which you already know yeah. one of my favorites ever. it was
1: it was Ale- alexander ajaj made uh high tension and the hills have eyes which i love the hills have eyes he's he's a he's he's good you know he makes he knows horror but that fucking high tension was his like biggest his first big film and then he did hills have eyes p2 piranha 3d which i also loved um uh he did horns which i liked as well um that was a joe hill I, book that he made into a movie
0: i didn't see the whole thing but i started that was with uh that was with radcliffe turning into a, a, a satyr mm-hmm. right
1: yeah oh he did not do um he did not do the remake of evil dead he did crawl though the recent uh alligator movie that people loved didn't see it um but yeah so that cuz you know what's funny is the fucking sixth sense is so good that was still good and like every time you watch it it's good and that twist was done so well and it's like he should have let that be his thing like i did a the one movie where the twist got you but like now here's another scary movie that doesn't have a twist like let me just make a scary you know But instead yeah. um sorry i, I just Good. Evil Dead remake was done by Fede Alvarez who uh did Don't Breathe uh and then he did
0: Bummer. <laughs>
1: uh he did uh The Girl in the Spider's Web, uh, the second film in the uh Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Tattoo. Yeah.
0: I didn't see that either. Um last on the Shamalama Ding Dong um what was the last thing? I forgot completely what it was, but I remember watching a documentary what sunk his career. I mean I guess he did do glass and indestructible. No, whatever, he made a bunch of shit movies, one. but
1: he made the Scientology movie After Earth.
0: But he did the um he did a thing where he was trying to hoax people into thinking he was really haunted and he no. was fabricating like light orbs into photographs and no. he, Do you remember that? No. I have to find it. He did a thing, bro right before the internet got mega savvy where we're going to catch you on everything and he tried to he tried to really insinuate he like hired a different group of people to quote unquote investigate him and realize the reason why he's so good at writing supernatural horror is because he is haunted and he is surrounded by spirits and they say that people who are haunted or surrounded by spirits when you take photos of them you'll see like little weird orbs of light in the photographs and it's a weird phenomenon EVP and shit. And, uh, even on the back of one of his movies that was not anything like this, there's a photo of him and they have like, he like photoshops in like a light orb. And it turns out he really tried to like hoax people into thinking he was like somehow in tune with like spiritism, other realms that he was haunted. And he tried to like get like a different unit of people to like, we found out why he's so brilliant. He's actually haunted by demons, and then they, unho- they uncovered it, and he didn't make a movie for like three years. So oh, I think it was like <laughs> it was a while. Like, it was legit. Like he tried to make people think he was really like haunted. But whatever. I guess in the end, no, there is no such thing as bad press.
1: Sci-Fi Channel hoax. That's what I'm gonna look up on this. So let's see. In 2004, uh, Shyamalan was involved in a media hoax with the Sci-Fi Channel, which was essentially or eventually uncovered by the press, sci-fi claimed in its documentary, quote-unquote, special, The Buried Secret of M. Night Shyamalan, uh, shot on the set of The Village, that as a child Shyamalan had been dead for nearly a half hour while drowned in a frozen pond in an accident, and that upon being rescued, he had experiences of communicating with spirits, fueling an obsession with the supernatural. In truth, Shyamalan developed the hoax with sci fi, going as far as having sci fi staffers sign non disclosure agreements with a $5 million fine attached and requiring Shyamalan's office to formally approve each step. Neither the childhood accident nor the supposed rift with the filmmakers ever occurred. Uh, the hoax included a non existent sci fi publicist, David Westover, whose name was, appeared on press releases regarding the special. Sci fi also fed false news stories to the Associated Press, zap 2 It, and the New York Post. After an AP reporter confirmed or confronted Sci-Fi channel president Bonnie Hammer at a press conference, Hammer admitted the hoax, saying it was part of a guerrilla marketing campaign to generate publicity for the village. This prompted Sci-fi's parent company, NBC Universal, to state that the undertaking was not consistent with our policy at NBC. We would never intend to offend the public or the press, and we value our relationship with both.
0: Uh, so even though he can back it up and say, well, it was a whole, you know, it was like a publicity thing. No, you got caught. You got caught trying to make yourself look, uh, you know, G-Time real, like, I, he died for 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. Well, so what really ruined his career was the three-banger of The Happening, followed by The Last Airbender, followed by After Earth. which Yeah, all that was, I mean... Balls.
0: I just watched uh, Cinema Sins, The ha- Happening, actually, two days ago, and it's like, fucking Mark Wahlberg, man. you just always <laughs> talking like this, man. I mean, why would you do that? It's the wind. It's the trees. Yeah. The trees coming after us. I woke up at six in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the trees, they're, they're dude. they us all. <laughs> the trees. Dude, freaking Chris D'Elia, in his earlier episodes of his podcast, congratulations makes fun of like he's doing a he's like doing a he's like just riffing on on mark Wahlberg because mark Wahlberg like every day like i woke up at five in the morning to go work out i'm to wake, wake up before you and then <laughs> he's like today i woke up at four in the morning today and i'm working out again and then uh at <laughs> this one point he tells a joke i remember almost crashing my car how funny i was how much i was laughing he's like <laughs> i gotta go to bed early every night what a bit at eight o'clock, wake up before in the morning workout. Went to bit <laughs> <and> he's like <laughs> Went to bed at nine PM, woke up at eight PM, somehow went to sleep, woke up an hour earlier. <laughs> it was the fucking funniest shit. Oh God bless his soul. Nobody remembers about <laughs> Marky Mark nearly killing a Taiwanese man by beating him to death and making him go blind in one eye. Remember that? No. When Marky Mark was young, before he made it, it's like all these rich people who like do crazy shit and no one cares because they're rich. Kind of like how Caitlyn Jenner murdered that lady in her car. Yeah, uh, like you know, Caitlyn Jenner was in her car at a red light with a car in front of her, looking at her phone. Thought the light turned green. Looks at her phone. Hits the gas. Pushes a car into traffic. That person gets killed by an accident, and then they go, "It's okay. You got Woman of the Year this year, so we'll yeah. just let you slide."
1: You're brave. Uh, when
0: Mark, when uh Mark second
1: i said you're brave
0: uh yeah um when mark Wahlberg was mad young he got into some kind of argument with this like i think it was taiwanese man and uh he beat him nearly to death causing like broke his skull and like made him go blind in an eye i mean this is before like funky bunch was huge but it's like you know look at mark Wahlberg, and he's so funny and makes great movies but it's like at one point like he like straight up almost killed some dude with his bare hands just over for, like dude rage.
1: That's how like, what's, um, oh my God, that lady from down here who killed that person with a boat, the Miami sound machine lady. <laughs> uh, what's her fucking name?
0: Rhythm is know. gonna
1: get you. The rhythm is gonna oh, get you. Oh, but that was not like the nineties, right?
0: Yeah. They ran over somebody on a jet ski or some yeah, shit.
1: Some <laughs> wild shit. Um,
0: Oh, All right, Shyamalan. I'm gonna quickly
1: talk about uh, one more thing. Uh, I so I played some of the Modern Warfare Battle Royale uh, Warzone. I played with uh, a couple of friends. I've uh, been having a lot of fun with that, um, but only with friends. I realized when I try to play uh, like regular, I by alone, I just cry.
0: Oh, you just take two steps and die?
1: <laughs> yeah, immediately. Um, yeah. And I've been playing a bunch of Neo 2. I haven't beat it yet, but I've been getting pretty. You know, I'm pretty far in, but. There's a couple of missions that, like... Because I just summon, like, I just summon Jesse, or, you know, I usually have someone with me just for fun, because that game, like, the mechanics aren't as tight as, like, a Dark Souls, where like, I don't feel inclined to be like, I have to kill every boss solo, because it's a lot of bullshit. Like, it's good. Neo 2 is is definitely less frustrating than Neo 1, and uh, they have a lot of more... They have a couple of new weapons that are really, really fun. Um, But... I think some of the like the bosses take a lot to kill, and like a lot of the onies take way too many hits to kill, and it just it doesn't feel as rewarding as like a Dark Souls, where like you you upgrade enough, and you like you know you you farm and you like level up, and then you can kill like those black knights in four hits instead of like ten. You know,
0: you yeah. don't get well, that. In let the, me uh, ask you this: Are you clearing? Are you clearing the uh, the oni? shit out of the ground by using your key burst and you know, yes. key bursting yes of course okay 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 yeah because if you still if they still have that like oni glow on the floor if you don't clear it by doing a key burst they're strong they-, they have like extra percentage of like strength
1: did they have oni zones in the first one where like you cross a barrier and now like you have little horns that stick out of you
0: no we there was no transformations in the first one
1: okay okay so i don't believe so in this there are whole zones that are like that and if you're in those zones the oni's take you know a lot more to kill because they're like empowered but once you kill one of like the major one it'll like clear the area or whatever that's cool but there's like these there's these missions where they're just like sparring matches with npcs that you play with and those guys they they take so much damage like I tried one today fucking 10 times and you can't summon because I'm like if if I could just summon someone I'd just do it because it's like I want to get there's like gestures attached to it and stuff like that and those are fun to get yeah and I just want to clear all the missions I skip those immediately now like if I see that I can't summon and I know it's just a one-on-one duel it's not worth it they're not fun like I even summon all the red spirits because I I farm Ochoco cups for multiplayer and stuff. Um and they're fun. They're you know, they're like hunter fights in, in Bloodborne, which some of those were bullshit and really annoying, but like sometimes, you know, it just felt fun. It was like almost like a little PvP. These bosses take so much damage to kill. And to break their armor to get like a finisher on them, it takes full stamina two full stamina bars of attacks, and it's like it's not worth it, man. It's the one I almost got him, but as much damage as they take to kill they can one hit kill you and that shit is frustrating like don't make a guy that takes 400 hits that but also one hit kills you because then you have to be perfect in your dodge and your blocking and i tried a mixture of blocking and dodging because generally i default to dodging because you know because of uh, dark souls and bloodborne you know just from soft games um but in this I, you, some moves you just have to block. Sometimes you have to do this Oni counter where like you use your demon form and you can counter a move. And that's like they'll do a red zone. like They'll flash red before they do it. A lot of times you can still dodge those, but if you're close, you're fucked. Like, you have to use the Oni counter. Oni burst, I think they call it. Yeah. But this guy, like, he just had a move where he charged up and stabbed with a spear, and I tried to block it just because I kept dodging it but I missed a dodge once and it killed me in one hit so I'm like alright maybe I should try blocking it and like I can follow up after that you know it just killed me just broke (laughs) through my whole block and killed me in one hit and I was like this this isn't fun like it's just not it's not like I enjoy this combat you know so I just leave those missions and then don't do them because like I'm never gonna you know plat this game anyways but like I was like trying to clear every mission before I go to the next area and I did for the first couple maps, and then the last one before this map had one of those, and I couldn't beat the guy, and I was like, this isn't fun, moving on, and then this one had it too, and I'm like, fuck you.
0: Yeah, it's definitely brutal. I mean, I haven't played two, but I did watch a good amount of gameplay video, and it's it's similar. I mean, the only real, like, not the only, but, like, some real, like, the new shit is basically the whole demon form. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's kind of like a new kind of counter, I think, right? Like a counter, like counter move, like a, like a, like I see like a demon flash where you flash yes. two p- moves.
1: That's the burst yeah. counter that I was talking about. What you do is you hit these two buttons together, whatever your control scheme is, and you'll do a counter move, either like a dash or like a, an attack that will counter specific moves only. Um, but I don't know.
0: It's. Yeah, it's, it's, it, but I can tell the core gameplay is still. Neo, and yeah. I, I redownloaded Neo, and I did start playing, eh, not too much, man, I, I didn't even get to the first Boat Boss, the guy with the big thing, uh, but I remembered, like, man, this is, it's rough, you know, The like, it's been a long time since I've taken on something like how we used to with Dark Souls, and Bloodborne, and Neo, and, man, that game's fucking hard, like, it wasn't, like what you just said, it wasn't fun, yeah, it wasn't, and like seeing a cool enemy and even sometimes a mob of just three dudes oh no, they it's just like not up. fun yeah. Uh. yeah
1: so uh and i wish they wouldn't have stuck with the different stances as much like they they don't rely on it as hard as in neo one like it's it's not imperative to be in a certain stance to fight a certain boss or anything like that like high stance you do a little bit more damage so' I'll, if i'm a, if i'm gonna just get like two hits in and run away On a boss, I'll switch to high stance, you know, just do my two biggest, like, smash down hits and then run away. But, like, I'd rather tighten all of it up. Like, you know, we shill for Dark Souls, but it is some of the best combat in any game ever. Like, in any action game of all time. It's the tightest.
0: uh, Yes, for games of its sort of its kind, no, yeah,
1: I mean, it not, it's not—it's not a fighting game, you know what I mean? It's nothing like that. Yeah, but like, what it's I mean like is, a
0: Devil May Cry or some shit.
1: Yes, because th- but those games are made for speed. Like they're just a different genre. But what I what I mean is for a Neo like a Souls like game, it's perfection. There's nothing better. It really than
0: that. is. It really is the best. Like, I mean, I can't say fantasy because even like I mean, Dragon's Dogma is made by the director of Devil May Cry, mm-hmm. but like Dragon's Dogma is just so great. But in the end, you tr- there's a trade off with Dragon's dogma because there's a, still a level of like a trade-off of like it's still very actiony dark souls is just kind of like the one true god it's true you know what's <laughs> it's so, just like the truth it's the light it's the way
1: what makes you come back to dark souls and all the souls likes is you know for the most part other than sekido i'd say uh if you die it's your fault you know it like sometimes um, there's some bullshit where you unless you're
0: fighting the fucking fume knight
1: yeah. I mean there are some there are very few instances where you're like, that's just straight bullshit. But like most of the time if you die, you know you fucked up. Like you rolled wrong or you, you hit one more time and you didn't you shouldn't have, so you yeah. didn't have stamina to roll. In Neo, it's not like that. You just Yeah, Dark Souls definitely gives you a level of
0: accountability. Yes. Yes. Neo is just I, I think they're very similar. I mean I forgot who I was listening to, they were reviewing it, they were talking about it and I, th- I forgot who it was, but they were like, it's a better game than Dark Souls.
1: Oh, how dare you?
0: And I was like thinking, that's why I re-downloaded the first one, because I watched a good amount of the second one's videos. And I'm like, this looks fairly similar. So I know, because I almost just impulse bought two. And I was like, let me just go impulse buy it. And I was like, no, dude, you have so many games to play. Chill out, chill out. So I'm like, go play one again and i did and i was when when i started i'm like yeah this is great and then it was very quick that i realized i forgot this is a really good game it's not a fun game yeah it it's not fun at all it's i'll say it looks great and it's cool but it's not fun
1: i'll say neo 2 is a lot more fun than i had in the first one because they made the levels they're just the designs a lot smarter It's very Souls-like in that, where like the world is very intricately designed. Enemies are in places that you're not expecting, but then the next time you come, you know they're there. You know what I mean? So you can, like, knowledge compresses space. You learn as you go, and you're getting that. And they have this item where you can put a blue summon down, basically, and it's an NPC of you. So you can put your character down at the level you were at with the gear you were wearing when you dropped the item, and then... Me as a like a player, I just see them all over the place, and I'll summon one. You can have one, and you can summon up to two people. But if you have two people, you can't have a blue summon.
0: So what do you mean you can summon an uh, you can summon an AI that plays like you?
1: Yeah, and well, you can't summon yourself, but you can summon other people. So I put my stone down, oh, and you could summon okay. me. So and then you get rewarded for your summons being brought. Like you get Ochoco cups, which are the multiplayer. Currency, like what you need to summon yeah, people.
0: Yeah, it's like crack red eye orbs.
1: Yeah, and you well, and you need them to summon blue phantoms too. So a person only costs one cup, but phantoms can cost two to three. Um, and red phantoms drop usually one to three of them every time you kill them, and they drop gear, which is cool. That's why I like the red phantoms; they'll drop you like decent gear, half like mostly what the people are wearing. Yeah, and red phantoms come from you dying. If you died somewhere, your red phantom is there, and someone can summon it to fight it. So, you can always have an NPC with you, so at least you can have something to like tank for you, like take a little attention, and then you can beat up on the thing. And they added a lot faster weapons, which is cool. Like the Tanfa, like you know those little sticks that yeah, have like Tanfa's hand- are very yeah, cool. I love those.
0: Lucia uses them in Street Fighter Five Champion Edition. Yeah,
1: exactly. Those are really cool. And Police each, batons. Each stance is different speed. Like so, I use. Usually, right now I'm using a regular sword, and then what's called a Onigami or something, om, omoguri, Omogori, something, something like that, like a giant Sephiroth sword, or like a Naginata. No, like a Muramune in uh, Dark Souls. You know, the giant curved samurai sword, the one that's like humongous. Okay. The Muramasa. Okay. What's it called? Something like that. Even though I'm talking about. Yeah. Um.
0: Could be Muramasa, Masamune. Something like whatever.
1: that. Whatever. Um. And so I use that a lot of times because the mid stance is like a sweeping slice, so you can get if multiple guys come at you, you can like hit them. And oh, that's
0: go, wonderful! That's like my go-to in Dark Souls. Bastard sword. Yep, get that nice, just freaking half moon slice right into the gut.
1: But they made a weapon that was literally made for Jesse Candelori. It's called the Switch Glave, and it's a scythe hi, in high stance. It's a scythe in mid and or in mid stance. It's like I think it's still a scythe, but in low stance, it closes. It's almost like the, um, the cleaver, the cleaver in Bloodborne, the butcher, what's it called? The saw cleaver. Yeah. Uh, It folds up like that and it's super fast. So in low stance, you can get up on bitches and stun lock them. Like you just, you know, super fast. But then if you want to do a lot more damage, you'll switch it to the scythe and you'll, you know, hit a lot slower, but a lot harder. So it's really cool. Um, and they have dual katanas. They have an axe, a giant axe, a giant hammer, dual axes, and then the kuragami again, like the chain and hook. Um, they have a bow, you know, they have bows, rifles, and then they have a hand cannon now, which is really cool. It's like a giant cannon. But you when you go to aim it, you stop. You have to crouch. So, like, your character stops in place. So, it's really good to snipe with, to, like, one-shot dudes with helmets on and shit. Yeah. Um, the... I'll say the bosses aren't as memorable in this, uh, as they were in one. Cause, like, you know, I still remember that first, like, giant in the boat with the fucking yeah, cage or with whatever.
0: the big iron ball. Yeah. And then there was Butterfly Lady.
1: Yeah. There's oh, not no, an
0: vampire lady. Vampire there's no lady.
1: bullshit bosses so far other than the one on one fights, which I, I'm sure other people don't have trouble with it like I do. But I, you know, I just really don't like that. Those fights. They're just, they're, they're like, uh, meat sponges or like dps sponges where it's like don't yeah. don't make them needlessly healthy you know like make them fight smart but take damage so that i can beat them by fighting smart you know yeah um because like the the one i was fighting today i hit him a good 50 times like <laughs> 50 times and i did two full finishers on him like i figured out that if you let him do two of these moves like if you bait him into two of these dashes his stamina will lower and then if you hit him twice you can like break him and then you can get a finisher and that takes a good you know fifth of his health each time but even then he then healed himself and all of a sudden i like he one shot at me i'm like what is the point of this (laughs) like they shouldn't be able to heal themselves like make it a challenge but not one that's like also, he heals and you have to do it three times or else, you know, he's going to keep healing. It's really annoying. But yeah. it's fun. It's it's a good game. I, I would say it's an improvement on one in a lot of ways other than I think the boss designs just aren't as fun. Because we've already seen Oni, you know. There's like a giant ferret that's pretty cool. That's a fun boss and it's like cool looking. Um, and there's this like ninja guy that's like a black teeth and white face paint on and he's pretty cool like design wise. But... Otherwise, the story is like dog shit. Like It doesn't make any sense what's going on. I stopped even watching it. Like After a while, I was like, I literally don't know what I'm doing or why. And so I yeah, just skipped that, it. Yeah,
0: that happened in the first one. When you first start, the, the story's kind of cool. You're coming from Europe, and then yeah. there's this war. And then the Amari the, Gata, whatever the fuck that oh. shit is. But then I, after a while, you just lose it. Yeah. Yeah yeah there's that like emo guy with the hoodie and the tattoos and he steals your fairy
1: yeah this one is a prequel so you're a whatever character you want and you're just a guy who's like parents got killed by a demon and now you're like hunting hunting demons but you don't know who or why and like then you meet up with nobunaga which is a guy that you were with in neo you know regular neo and like, you're with this, like, merchant, and he wants you to help him find the Amarita, like, the, the stuff you get from Indians. Amarita, Canadians. that's yeah. what it was. But, like, you don't know why. <laughs> you're just, like, you're just there one time, and he's like, hey, what's up, dude? Let's be friends. And then you're like, okay, hey, and you guys travel together. And then you show up at Nobunaga's house, and he's and you're like, hey, we'll help you. We'll offer our services. But why? Why are you going there? What's Wait, the point?
0: Wait, you're, so you're helping Nobunaga Oda? Yeah. Because you know who that is, right? He's a fucking warlord
1: mm-hmm. yeah he's you're the helping most him
0: famous freaking japanese warlord of... he's the genghis khan of japan yeah he's you're like
1: h- in this you're like helping him in the beginning like get his shit
0: oh man that's kind of cool Not yeah. gonna lie <laughs> and you get to make a character me.
1: the the character creator is pretty cool and in this you can uh refashion your gear so it look like you know if you find something that you like the look of but you have a stronger item you can turn your item into that which is cool there's a, oh, there's a lot um, of cool I forgot stuff. That what,
0: what that's called. There's a name for that. Which oh, is cool. Transmog. Like where games go, like, oh, if you like this gear, you can fashion souls it.
1: Yeah, it's called Transmog. Or Transmogrification, yes. yeah.
0: Yes, exactly. So what it they is. have
1: that. It's called Refashion. And the blacksmith still, I don't remember if the blacksmith in one said this, but she goes, Eat a shy Every time you come in, and it's really annoying. <laughs> like, every time you go to the blacksmith, she goes, I That's
0: pretty funny. Lady,
1: shut up. But yeah, so it's good. Um, Other than, you know, there's some stuff... And it's probably just me. You know what I mean? It's probably just... I'm not... I also hate that I can't remap my block button to L1. Like, I can make my R1 and R2 light and heavy attack, which is great. But block is still square. And I'm like... It drives me bonkers. Like, I can't... I can't get used to it. You know what I mean? Because roll is X and... That's annoying because you know I just want to I want to switch it to Souls, but L one has to be L one because that's how you switch your stances, and if yeah. not, I don't know what button I'd use. You know what I mean? I can't make it square because square is a stance. Like yeah. it, it it's it's fucked.
0: It's I mean we spoke about it last time, and it's just that you know there's one way to play the game the way that's meant to be played, but. Just give us the option to do what we want. And unless you can explain to us why. I mean, yeah. I get it. They want us to play the game the way they intend it to. And there probably is a reason why they want us to play that way. But if you're going to do that, then put out a, an official video from your studio saying, look, this is why we want. Because if it's if it's square to do this, it'll make it easier here or there. We all know you want to do L1 for block. But if we do that, this wouldn't work properly. But yeah, not let, not being able, dude, not having a menu where you can just automatically change buttons to functions is a dick move.
1: Well, I'll say this in fairness, they have that. It's just I can't. Like, someone told me, uh, Baka. Uh, I was playing with Baka the other day. Uh, former guest on Nerd Porn a million years ago. Um, uh, John Baka. I was playing with him because you know he plays all these games. And so him and I were in a party together. And I'll tell you another cool thing they did to this after this. Just remind me, another feature. Um, and he said, oh, no, I, I changed mine to L1. But I'm like, "What? I didn't ask, but I, I should have. I wanted to say, like, what button did you pr- like put for switching stances? Because that's literally the only button.
0: Oh, bro, that's up to you.
1: No, but th- the, 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 the four face buttons are all stances. So you have to have, there's only L1 and L2 available. Because you have to be able to hold that button and press one of the face buttons. So you can't map mm. it to a face button. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I guess I could make it L2. I don't even know what I do. I don't think I'd do anything with L2. Oh, L2 is aim with a gun. So then it wouldn't work either.
0: Um, What you could do is use some... When you Do you have to hold L2?
1: Yeah. Hmm. But you just could find, switch find it Find a to button square. that's
0: toggleable and maybe use R3 or L3. I could use Where
1: squ- for aiming. If I change block to that, to L1, and change L2 to switch stance, then I could change square to hold to aim down sights. And then, you know, because I'm just going to hold square and then hit R2 to shoot or, you know, whatever. Which would make sense. True. I could try that, but... Yeah, that's one thing I struggle with is blocking because like I fuck up and I press the wrong button a lot just because Square being blocked doesn't make any sense to me. Um, But one last thing I'll talk about before we're done is um, they added a really cool thing now. I
0: haven't even started on my games yet. No, 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 no. (laughs) I
1: mean before I'm done with Neo 2. Oh, okay. I'm done after this with my week and and what I've got to talk about. We'll talk about your games. Pretty much.
0: Yeah, it's just all i got left is games.
1: Um, But one last cool thing they did do is... Uh, a mode in multiplayer called Expeditions, where instead of summoning each other, you can just join an expedition with each other. And as long as you all have the same mission available or have done that mission, you can go together and do it. And there's no summoning. You just la- launch into the mission together. But there's a bar that's an assist bar. And every time someone's downed, you have a certain amount of time to get to them and hit circle, or that bar depletes. And once it depletes, you have to start all over. So it's it's so you a, have
0: to save save them, basically. Yeah.
1: So you just want to be near each other, and then if someone gets downed, you want to like run over, hit circle real quick, and it'll refill the bar. And killing Oni, I think, refills it, or killing uh the leader of an Oni area will refill it. Doing certain things will refill it a little bit. So it's not like one and done. It's 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 pretty cool. And it adds like a little element of challenge to it, whereas summoning you could just summon forever because you can put passwords on, you know, you can do all the same things you do in any of these Souls games. But in this, like you can, it, it saves cups, and you can just fucking go through together. And when you're in expedition together, like if you join mine or if we're in expedition together, if I summon you, you can't open doors or do anything. But if we're in the expedition, you can interact with everything. So like we're all full players. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really that cool. Pretty neat. Yeah, it's like
0: that sounds like a cool, almost arcadey style thing where you're not. It's not so kind of like uh the The stakes aren't so high. As yeah, like I'm summoning you before Pontiff Sullivan.
1: Yeah, and I only have one ember left. You know, like it, it, there's yeah. no currency tied to it. I, I would love to see something like this in a Souls game. It, it's it's a little bit counter to the core of the Souls game. But if you're gonna have multiplayer, then at a certain point, you know, if you're gonna have password match multiplayer, we're all gonna be in a group with two people every time. You know what I mean? Yeah, like definitely. You might as well let us launch a playthrough together that would be interesting but maybe make it so we're more susceptible to invasion right like put it put a caveat to it put a downside to it um because you know we all hate invasions who <laughs> all of us PVPers? Yeah. we hate invasions so to be able to play uh, you know a full multiplayer game you know maybe give the bosses the same amount of health they would if you summon right you so they get a boost to that
0: yeah but, give him 10 percent per character
1: and maybe give him a new move like just a move that only happens in this Ooh, mode right an aoe yeah like an aoe that has a different tail that you would never know about right you know something like that that'd be cool and then make it so it's like you have a dried finger so you're on the chopping block for <laughs> invasions <laughs> yeah. i i would be fine with that it would be it, it would be challenge mode right like it'd be like we got to run to get to the fucking boss room immediately you know like let's let's do this shit well,
0: There'd be it'd be cool if, you know, with, 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 with summoning with souls, if they if they put a mode or like a summon style, which was, hey, the three of us are gonna play together, can you please make us like not have to put our symbols down and fight against the rest of like the uh, the servers and the people to see can yeah. you just know that three the three of us wanna play together and connect us and keep us linked? The whole thing where we're like Oh, shit, I died. All right, cool. Let's drop a symbol. Hopefully we'll find you. And then it's like, which symbol are you? This. I wish that they would kind of have a mode where it goes like lo, almost like a local online where we choose only us three want to play together. So don't like make us have to fight. Because remember Dark Souls 2 was a bitch. It's oh, like dude. I'm dropping my, my sign on the stairs to the left of the second tree root. And we'd have to wait, just link our games yeah. from from jump and let it and we're letting you know we don't want to cro- come across any other soapstones, let us just play together, or, yeah, that
1: yeah, may I be asking a
0: lot, but who knows?
1: well, and I remember once they did scholar and they added password matching then then you know then it was awesome, but
0: then it got great, yeah,
1: but yeah, I remember in Dark Souls One, too, when you're in the Cardinal tower, you'd be like, "I'm upstairs." but turn right immediately because I'm right in the corner so that no one will see me if they walk up there, but then people would find you and you get somebody like fuck. Yeah. But anyway, so that's, that's everything I've done. Um, other than some anime, but that doesn't matter. I'm just up to date on all my anime. I started a new one called Darwin's game, which is really fun. It just started. It's that's like, a really
0: cool title. What's that?
1: Uh, It's about, so it's, you know, the, new or the modern uh, anime thing of like you're trapped in a video game but in this it's a ar game so it's an augmented reality game so instead of being trapped in the game there's just a cell phone game that can affect the world around you so it can like summon weapons to you and it like kind of teleports them in and it gives people uh an ability each person gets one ability that they can use that like is superhero shit like there's a guy who can teleport but he can only teleport five meters. And he ha- he basically has two. He can either teleport, uh, and then if he's using his second one, he can't teleport at all, which is he gets these claws. Like if he makes a pointed hand, you know, like if he flattens his hand out like a karate chop, he can like cut through, you know, he can cut people's heads off. But he can only do them either or. So like that's one guy. But there's a guy who can just summon this giant ak-47 that or like a tommy gun type thing and he has body armor as well but there's a guy who controls plants and there's a dude who like the main character has like a broken one like his is a glitch and he can summon any weapon he's ever seen so like he's pretty he's pretty op but not really because mm, he's he can't really that's kind of weird
0: what yeah. if he look what if he saw the death star one
1: no 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 it has to be real like you know he like there's a girl who can control chains like she has these chains What if he
0: saw a tank? I don't know.
1: We haven't or gotten there yet.
0: A, or a navy a navy destroyer ship.
1: No, he could summon maybe a cannon off there, but I don't know. Okay. We we don't know the power of it yet. Um but yeah, so it's it's fun. It's just like and it's basically battle royale. Um it's it's like you have to kill each other to get points to, to and the points are worth tons of money so people join the game because they want money so if you can get you know every 10 points is worth like i don't know a million yen or something like that whatever it is which is like a lot of money so like say here it'd be like every 10 points is ten thousand dollars so people are like loaded they're buying buildings to like clan up and you know do shit and i don't know how this game exists or is made yet because it's only eight or nine episodes in but it's fun it's it's a good show um and it doesn't have a lot of the tropes like there's the there's one little trophy character that really like, is in love with the main character and whatever but like otherwise it's just people surviving so it's been fun it sounds cool so what have you been playing
0: i just got a trophy for 100 appearances on fire pro wrestling world anyways i'm playing video games as we talk uh, I'm How i'm playing fire pro wrestling world
1: dare you one. you are not allowed to do that that's one of the rules. It's <laughs> one of the rules. You son of a bitch. I
0: did it. Uh, actually, to remember my week, I forgot. I did. A, I. I was. I just guest appeared on uh, our boy,
1: uh, Seth Myers.
0: Seth Myers. Uh, Who's next? Gaming podcast. Uh, the other day, so I linked Who's it. Who's next? Gaming entertainment.
1: I linked it on our Facebook.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I did an episode of Losing Lives slash just a regular episode. We did, like, weeks. Then we went over, like, the whole PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S uh, specs, and then some other shit. I asked Keith last time, like, oh, man, do you know anything about, like, uh, game mode on the TV? And Keith gave me the most garbage answer, which was Google it, so (laughs) trash. So we went through the real answer. (laughs) And, uh, and then we went through, we reviewed Street Fighter, the animated movie, which was great. Uh, it's a stupid thing to pride myself on, but I pride myself on my Street Fighter knowledge. It's always nice to go on, like, Street Fighter podcasts and, like, like, cats are like, yeah, Hadouken. And I'm like, I show up with my freaking Street Fighter, like, accordion folder of knowledge in my brain. So that was fun. We got to talk about Street Fighter stuff and know some cool guys on there. We got to talk about some cool stuff. Uh, I recommend you check it out. Seth uh, is really good at creating a lot of content. He does a lot of different podcasts and stuff. and uh, He's a pretty cool dude. I enjoy that. So I had a good time. So, games. So I have been blowing so much money on video games. Not a lot. It's just because uh, there have been all these freaking mega sales. I'm not sure if you people check your PlayStation stores often. Every Tuesday... I am in the PlayStation Store checking the update to see what has been announced, what came out, and what sales are active. And there have been some crazy sales. I'm probably going to miss a bunch of games that I got that I didn't, but I did buy a bunch of video games. Uh, just to blow some stuff out of that, that I've been playing, uh, I've been replaying, not replaying, but playing more Guilty Gear Exerd, Revelator 2 which uh, is, you know, the, the last Guilty Gear game to come out before... I think the new one's called, like, Sign or something like that. I don't know. It's not out yet, but it'll be out. Uh, Guilty Gear Exert Revelator 2. Man, that game is really crazy. It's really great. There's a lot of really awesome characters I've been just... Just beating beating the store, uh, beating the arcade mode unlocking endings there's so many cool characters it's just a really cool thing to to look at so if you ever just want to like if you're into like looking up new games and seeing different stuff, look up guilty gear Exerd revelator 2 Exerd is spelled xrd ex I think it's yeah, a stupid XRD. word we don't know why they make, make made that word but um there's a lot of things they do that are weird. Um. I also, I found the Batman Arkham, the Ar- Arkham Asylum collection, which is Arkham Asylum and Arkham City remastered. Now, these aren't just with a new sheen on them. They literally like they didn't rebuild the games, but they really clean them up a lot. Textures and everything are like way up. I got that shit for five dollars. That's two incredible Damn. Batman games. Batman Arkham Asylum and Batman Arkham City for five bucks on the PlayStation 4.
1: That's awesome. Incredible.
0: Yeah, huge value, huge value. But that was two days ago. Uh, y- yesterday, which was the day, you know, between Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, I went online and there was just no sales. And I realized how grim it is when there's not sales on the PlayStation Network games. We're going to really miss GameStop when this ha- when this shit goes down, because games that are normally seventeen dollars at GameStop. Ten dollars at GameStop are still sixty dollars online on the yeah. PlayStation Store. You really have to wait for sales. Uh, we're going to get to a really really cool game uh, that I bought just before we started recording and just finished downloading a couple a little while ago. Uh, so the Batman Arkham collection is. I'm excited to go back and play those games again. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Uh, what else? So let's get into stuff I've been playing. So last night I booted up Garo, Mark of the Wolves, PlayStation 4 edition. It's basically the final like Fatal Fury game that came out. It's basically the third strike of Fatal Fury. Uh, good fighting game. Check it out. It's great. I'm just throwing these titles out for you guys to look it up. Garo is G-A-R-O-U. And then the subtitle is Mark of the Wolves. Great fighting game. Look it up. It's fucking dope. Other things I've been playing is uh, WWE 2K20. So I'm a really big fan of wrestling games. I'm, I've am i been a fan of the games more than the actual wrestling, even though I'm still a wrestling fan. Uh, but the games are great. So I got the season pass, and all the DLC has come out. And what they do now is – what they have now is this thing called uh, WWE 2K Originals, where they made, like, these alternate universes. So there's alternate universes with different costumes and, like, storylines and match things and arenas. And they have one called Bump in the Night, which is kind of like a horror-themed. So there's like horror versions of these wrestlers and the horror shit. There's also something called Southpaw Wrestling, which is like an, a super cheesy 80s style. There is something uh, – there's a futuristic one where it's all future shit. There's a one called Wastelands, which is like a Mad Max thing. Uh, they're a bit pricey. I mean, they're 15 bucks a piece. And – They give you a couple hours of... Do you you
1: need that many wrestling games? (laughs) Wrestling whatever. Like
0: add-ons, DLCs? Yeah, Yeah, because they give you incentive to play the game. And if you're a wrestling fan, there's a rabid fan base of wrestling fans, like wrestling game fans. And I think we're the ones that keep these afloat because we buy all the shit. You know, because there's not many other like I, I think a lot of people really underestimate the, ima- the amount of people who enjoy wrestling and wrestling has actually been very strange lately because for the last two weeks, three weeks, all of the wrestling shows have been done in empty arenas and now without people in the crowds. Have you seen any of this, Aaron? Fuck no. Oh, my God. I will send you something to watch just any anything in the last two weeks. They're still doing Monday Night Raw and all the wrestling shows except because of this whole quarantine shit. They they're just they're still in the arenas or they're still in like the, the settings, but there's just no one there. The wrestlers are just still like in the ring doing their promos, but there's no one in the crowd. And it's strange. Oof. It's like watching stand up, but there's no one in the crowd. Laughing.
1: I've um I've seen some clips of like uh john oliver still doing last week tonight but from you know just an empty studio yeah yeah. and it's it's, brutal it's brutal (laughs) like i mean it's still funny but without people laughing you don't really laugh you know what i mean like you hear other people laugh it's like you laugh together i never really, i never really laugh at the like those kind of shows sometimes there's like a funny thing they put up but i like him but um it's just interesting i I know you would but uh it's interesting to hear him you know doing the same jokes but to like you know nothing it's 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 weird
0: um, yeah it's very strange you know the same way how like uh talk shows Kimmel Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy to Jimmy Dylan Fallon and um uh, Daily Show guy Trevor yeah they're doing it from like home and it's very strange cuz they're like You can see they're still used to taking the pause for the beat.
1: Yeah, for the
0: for the the, they still they're still like saying the thing in this way, and and they have that little beat for the crowd to laugh, and it's very strange. But wrestling has been going on, and it's it's a little it's still really interesting. Uh, This is a crazy weekend. Uh, This is WrestleMania weekend. WrestleMania is the Super Bowl. Yeah, WrestleMania is usually one night. It's about a six hour show. This this time they're doing two nights, Saturday and Sunday. And this is weird. We're going to have WrestleMania for the first time with no crowd. So that's very strange. But with the game itself, if you're a fan of uh, the WWE 2K games, uh, if you're you're a fan, you're already in here with us. So that's fine. So the DLCs, they're cheesy, they're corny. I will tell you this. If you're debating on buying the season pass to get all that, that shit, only do it if you have expendable income. You don't really need this shit. It's cheesy and silly, and if you just want to see the new costumes and shit, just look it up online. And if you really want it that bad, then buy it. Uh, just to blast out another wrestling thing, When I'm playing right now, actually, as we were talking, it's paused. Uh, Fire Pro Wrestling World, which is a game I really like. I recently bought a DLC, uh, by uh, which was a cool mode added, and they had Suda51 write it. Suda51, fuck, I didn't bring up the list. Uh, he's made a bunch of games. He's a very. He's the No More uh, Heroes kind of guy,
1: like, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Suda51. He's a very weird, eclectic game game dude. He, he writes really crazy games. Uh, he did. Uh, He had CEO of Grasshopper Manufacture, so he did No More Heroes, Killer7, uh, Killer is Dead, which I think is great. Shadows of the Damned, which is great. Those are both on PS3. Great games. So this guy's a really crazy writer. So they had him come in and write just like a little campaign. Probably... I'm halfway through it, so maybe a three- to four-hour campaign DLC campaign where you play as the son of a now deceased uh, elite wrestler, the great Saba. And you just play like a little story of like this son trying to grow up in his father's shadow. And it's it's pretty neat. Um, I would definitely recommend anyone who is into Fire Pro Wrestling World, which does not play like WWE 2K20. It's more of a simulator, even though they're both kind of sims. Uh, It's a really cool DLC. So let's get into some dope shit. I've been getting obsessed with buying these new... I love how these indie games are getting really retro and making a lot of retro stuff. And I have a bunch of them. Two examples are Ghoul Boy and Alchemist's Castle. They're like really old school, like 8-bit, kind of 16, 8-bit. Like they're like in the middle. They're almost like 12-bit games. And uh, Ghoul Boy and Alchemist's Castle are more like platforming puzzle games. Even though Gullboy is a little more like active, you're fighting shit. But two just came out recently. I wanted to talk about these two games uh, before I talk about one cool game about today, and then a comic. So there's these two games I just bought: Oniken, O N I K E N, and Odalis, O D A L L U S. So Oniken just came out. I recommend it. It kind of plays like a side-scrolling NES. It's almost stridery. You have a sword. It's a side-scrolling game comparable to, man, a lot of these side-scrolling NES games. Just look it up. Oniken, it's really cool. It's pretty difficult, but it's not so punishing. Uh, I found that to be a lot of fun. And then Odalis is another one a little more fantasy-related. There's even some extra costumes. One looks like a Belmont. One looks like uh, Red Aramere from Ghouls and Ghosts. And one looks like Arthur from Ghouls and Ghosts or Ghosts and Goblins, uh, but they're 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 pretty rough because they're eight bit style games. But they're really neat. There's not much I can say to really describe them because you kind of have to see how they work. So I would really recommend looking up Oniken or Odalis, as well as Ghoul Boy, Ghoul Boy, um, Alchemist Castle's alright. It's not, not really worth it that much. It's like it's okay, but I'm really highly recommended Oniken and Odalis and Ghoul Boy. And then, right before I noticed today, the Spring Sale went up. So, definitely go online and check out the Spring Sale on the PlayStation Network. A lot of really good fucking sales. A lot of games for really good prices. A lot of DLC has dropped. Uh, another thing I did want to bring up that I did purchase the other day as well. Tekken 7 just released Fakum Ram. Fakum Ram is a new character to the Tekken series. Uh, he's a, I believe, Taiwanese kickboxer. He looks... If you thought Sagat looked intimidating, this guy is like five times more intimidating than Sagat. He looks like a freaking maniac. And he's really cool. He also brings a new stage where you can purchase it for three bucks. His character itself, I think, is five or six dollars. <laughs> it's definitely worth it. He has uh, like
1: face tattoos. He's got face he's tattoos, facial scars, tattoos.
0: He's a crazy looking character. He is just... Nuts, but he plays really cool. You know, I played as I played some with him the other day. Really awesome. Uh, and then something I found—if you want to look it up—it's called Override. I think Mech. I mean, I have it in front of me. I can just press PlayStation button. Override Mech City Brawl.
1: Mech City Brawl. I had
0: yeah. I had no idea this game came out in 2018. It is it is a mecha fighter oh, almost really in the cool vein looking. of like the playstation 2 monster like all monsters brawl game and this yeah whatever yeah. It was called.
1: yeah it's like think of like a megazord fighting power rangers type game but like gundam-esque style mechs but the size of like you know uh
0: power rangers, yeah. power rangers like godzilla shit so it's basically dude it's it's dope you can it's like Tekken where you have control of your limb so left arm right arm left leg right leg and then you have special moves as well which you use by whatever and there's this is what i haven't seen in effect yet there's modes where you can play multiplayer but each person controls a limb
1: oh shit you,
0: you could have four players on one character and have like you me candelori and fucking i don't know keith and keith could be playing and we all get in the same mech and we all just take a different limb and we could play story mode online, whatever we could like, it's cool. The
1: graphics are really nice.
0: Yes. It is visually really cool looking. Uh, it's obviously got like versus shit online shit. It also has a a arcade, uh, a story mode, which is dope because what you're fighting is organic stuff. You're fighting giant aliens and monsters so it's kind of a different palette to all the robots there's like these really cool looking kaiju like really cool shit and like you know at some points you see like some of the dudes like some of the big mechs with like gatling guns <laughs> like it's like cool shit uh the game is normally like 40 dollars. it's five dollars right now damn like dude i will venmo you the five dollars bro just get the get, get the one that brings all the DLC that costs six dollars, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like even even if it's not that great of a game, just to like get a look at it is super fun. So I looked online. I'm like, how did I miss this? And I found a video of the Super Best Friends of like Willie and Pat. I think it might even be it might have been Willie and Matt uh, playing it. And I watched them go through the tutorial, and they were just, like, having fun and laughing and nerding out. And I'm like, dude, this experience right here is already worth just 5 bucks. It's 85% off or some shit. So uh, I downloaded it. I'm going to take a little taste of it a little later because it just looks cool. It It's not, like, a big heavy combo fighter. It's just, like, it has some cool mechanics, some cool counter stuff. And it's also kind of built on, like, four, like... It's not like a one-on-one fighter where there's, like, combos, cancels, and fucking crazy shit. It's kind of made for, like, chaos. Because you're in, like, cities. And as you run, you're, like, crashing through buildings. So it's made for, like, you know, like, four on four. Or, like, you know, it's made for, like, four people at once. Like, four characters, four mechs fighting. And it's really neat. I'm happy that I uh, ran into it. I was just very... Surprised that I just found it. Because I saw the release date it was 2018. And I check the PlayStation store. Every week. Every time there's a sale. Dude I go through all 200 to 300 listings. Unless they. Sometimes they list like 400 like. Avatars. I don't do that. Obviously I'll use the drop down menu to select games or bundles. And I've never seen this game before. Never in my life seen this fucking game. Override Mech City Brawl. And I just saw it. And if it was on sale from forty to twenty, I would have bought it. But it's on sale from forty to five dollars yeah. with the DLC. It's twelve characters. The DLC brings four extra characters and extra skins for every character.
1: That's cool. You know yeah, what so I So it's a
0: pretty neat game.
1: You know what came out yesterday that I like am now obsessively trying not to buy is Persona Five Royal. Same
0: here. I, I sat there looking at it. And I was just like, you know what made me not? Is because Persona 5 Royale should be the Game of the Year edition version of Persona 5. Mm-hmm. And there's a season pass for it. No. For DLC that's coming out. Yes, there is. There is a $60 version, a $70 version, and a $100 version of Persona 5 Royale.
1: So I see right now uh, $60, You know, fifty nine ninety nine. That's the Steelbook launch edition. And then there's the Royal Phantom Thieves edition. That's the... This- collector's edition thats nine ninety nine and that just has like an art book and a soundtrack and a mask joker's mask with a stand which that's pretty cool but i don't need stuff like that oh uh i did get a wedding gift from keith i meant to mention this uh he gave me the last uh collector's edition i didn't have which is dark souls 2 it's an xbox 360 collector's edition but it's in the box and everything it's you know it, it's what does it bring you had it oh well you had the 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 character the art it. book um it has a statue oh
0: you the, the Feram armor.
1: armor yeah so now i have nice, every dude. collector's edition dark souls one did not have a statue but i do have the collector's edition of it it's just a big steel book um with an yeah. art book inside of it um and obviously you and i both got dark souls three i still haven't set it up because i'm putting i need to put shelving up
0: yeah, I have my Dark Souls 3 Lord of Cinder. I have my Dark Souls 2 Faram, which was a gift from Paul Caprio. I have my Sekido buddy, even though his sword fell off, and I don't know where the sword tip is. <laughs> <laughs> and I have my um I have an Iron Man from the Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh but I am looking at Persona 5 Royal Ultimate Edition is digital is 100 dollars
1: Oh, and that it comes is the with game. the It's
0: Persona 5 Royal DLC pack. It's you still have, there's six additional DLC items. Uh,
1: so what they're saying is the cool thing about it is this one comes with almost a full game's worth of new shit uh, that's the
0: thing yeah it, it is it is like a it's a huge expansion to the original i'm wondering if do you need to play five and then no no Royal?
1: no this has all of five and then it weaves in the new story shit okay But, like, I never beat 5. I lost interest. The problem with me with JRPGs is I don't have a lot of time. Like, I don't sit down and play for 4 or 5 hours at a time anymore, you know? Like, I play an hour here, an hour there. And with turn-based, like, you know, launch to another screen, random battle combat, it's like, it's hard to get enough time to game, you know? To, like, get through it. And on quarantine, that'd be great, but I'm working still. (laughs) So.
0: Yeah. Uh. I did just notice something else while skimming through the PlayStation store. I was, since I've been really into buying all of these retro games, which I only named a couple, but I have been buying.
1: Have you seen Dogurai?
0: again?
1: Dogurai. Have you seen that? Dogurai. It's a samurai dog, but it's like eight bit, uh, like Nintendo graphics. Someone just made it recently.
0: Looks pretty cool. It sounds cute though. I usually like edgy shit. No.
1: Yeah. You're just a samurai dog. You know, it's it's very Nintendo. Like it's very, you know, it's like all those games back in the day where you're like a cat with a tennis racket. You know, like it's why?
0: Yeah. Uh, I when I was looking for like a bunch of stuff because I I, I've been buying so many. I've been looking at buying Chasm. I think it's called. But uh, I just noticed they just they just put a new tab up under. Uh, new games. Discover Must Have Games Retro Revisited, Modern Hits with a Retro Flare in the PlayStation Store. It's kind of small. There's a lot more retro games and like indie game retro style shit. But in this list, they do have, they have Celeste, which looks really nice. They have Sonic Mania, which is good. They have The Mummy Demastered, which I will always recommend The Mummy Demastered. Axiom Verge as well, both Metroidvanias. Axiom Verge is very super Metroid. The Mummy Demastered is basically Super Metroid meets Symphony of the Night. Amazing. Uh, Blazing Chrome, which is a really great Contra style game. Uh, Obviously, Castlevania Requiem, which is Symphony of the Night, and Rondo of Blood paired together. Um, Shovel Knight, which is great. Everyone needs to go buy Shovel Knight because it brings Shovel Knight, three other full games with different characters, and then a, a Smash Brothers copy. There's just so many really cool games. Also, Remember that game I was talking about back in the day, a a little while ago, a couple maybe half a year ago, uh, Slain, which was like, it was like a 2D side scroller that was super metal, and the guy would do like metal headbanging. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there's another game by the same company called Valfaris, V-A-L-F-A-R-I-S, and it's the same shit except you're more of like a cyber space dude with guns now. So instead of like a Norse sword guy, it's like Space gun cyber metal, so that's some cool shit. Want to hear something uh, cool?
1: I, I was just looking at Persona Five Royal, and uh, on Best Buy, and it like advertised a table, like a coffee table. It's 120 bucks, and it's a lounge table inspired by PlayStation. It's a f- like a four panel table with drawers, and uh, it's Pottery Barn Teen <laughs> has it for 120 bucks though, and the drawers all have the triangle, circle, X, and square like embroidered or like carved into them it's pretty cool looking how much is it 120 bucks and that's like that's I'll, i'm gonna put it in a uh, skype so you can see it uh
0: i don't know if that's even gonna show up my shit is my fucking computer so weird i'm surprised i'm still online with <laughs> you i hope this works right
1: uh it's just it's in the or chat should i just
0: click that yeah,
1: that's just a link to Pottery Barn Teen, guys. You're getting a lesson on internet. Uh, on- I, I've
0: never used Skype before. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I, I mean, figured
1: you'd like. I was thinking, um, I could get this as a coffee table for my game room. You know, like 120 yeah. bucks. It's it's actually big. Like it's they show it in front of a TV and everything. It's it's the size of like a regular standard coffee table. I don't know what it's made of though. Um,
0: probably shitty materials.
1: <laughs> yeah, because So, uh, crafted of medium density fiberboard and en- and engineered wood, designed for strength and dur- durability to endure over time.
0: Either way, oh, another final thing I did play was I did and due to the Doom Eternal bug, I went out and bought, or I digitally bought Doom twenty sixteen.
1: Mm, what did you think?
0: Holy shit man. That game is the shit. Yeah,
1: everybody <laughs> that says it's awesome. That
0: game is bro. It's okay. So the thing is man, it really is a big deal how good the game is. It's it really is like shocking how great of a game it is. It is such a throwback to video games. It is such a video game of video games. Uh you start off and you just get to play. You you know like you don't have to sit through a million fucking things. But it is it one thing I will say is it's fast, man. You can't stop. Like at one moment I like I ran and I saw an enemy. I'm like, oh, let me pull my assault rifle and shoot him. And I tried to stop and aim at the enemy and I died. You don't you can't stop. You're constantly like there's no there's no dash or, or run. You're uh, always running. Hmm. It's just super fast. And it's part of the Gameplay style, it is so very fast. I've been watching many things about the new game. I almost impulse bought it. It's it seems like the new one is even better, but it's more. It's even more. It's turned up, and I'm having trouble on 2016's version of Doom, where I'm like, "Wow, this is so fast. It's so intense. Like you, like moments will pass, and you clear a room, and you're out of breath, and it's." Mm. It's so worth it. It's not in a bad way. It's not in like a neo way. It really is. uh I mean, I know people have talked about it probably a million times. So everyone, people online are probably are like, people listening are probably like, yeah, dude, that game came out fucking four four years ago. We know it's good. I remember even Capri Caprio went through it. uh By the way, our boy Caprio, he he bought Neo too.
1: Oh, did he? Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he also rebought Sekido. Remember he bought Sekido day one and after two hours <laughs> Yes he, he ejected <laughs> it and then he went and traded it. He's like, I played it for two hours. I ejected it and traded it back in. And like That's three so weeks funny. ago he was like, I've been playing Sekiro again. I just killed the the, the giant apes, the guardian apes. Uh and he's been playing Neo too, I think. But uh even I think he even either platted or beat Doom 2016 on uh, the harder difficulties. Uh, it really is a great game. I really think if if you have disposable income, disposable income, and it's nine ninety nine on the store, it really is that blood rush to your head first hour is worth that ten bucks. Like think of it like going to a movie and paying fifteen dollars for a movie ticket and getting excited for two hours and sometimes being disappointed. It's that's why I buy games at the rate I do, because if I spend twenty bucks on a game and I only get two days worth of worth of it out of it, I still feel like I don't feel bad because I pay for movies sometimes, and yeah. also you can sometimes spend twenty dollars and buy like Final Fantasy eight, and that'll give you sixty hours worth of shit, you know. Yeah,
1: I'm looking at uh the rest of the collection that that Pottery Barn teen had made, and the reason that one's on sale for one twenty, it used to be four hundred bucks. Uh, it's because they don't make it anymore, I guess. Um, but they had like beanbag chairs that were themed with PlayStation and like uh, a trolley. There was like a TV stand and then a mobile trolley cart that you put your PlayStation, and all your controllers on, which is weird.
0: But damn, that sounds cool.
1: Yeah, it was all really expensive together. It was like two fifty for the cart. The beanbag chairs were one hundred ninety nine. Like brah, come on now. A beanbag chair is gonna fall apart.
0: Yeah man but well, anyways you know, like always uh, always remind people check your PlayStation store sales. Yeah. Um th- there's always great g- games on sale like it's hard for me not to keep buying fucking games right now. Need for Speed Heat
1: I'm is really, 50% off. I got to tell you I'm like on the edge of buying Persona 5 and I won't play it. I just bought three games i bought uh trails legend of heroes trails of steel of cold steel one two and three because three just came out for ps4 last year and i had one and two for ps3 but or i had one for ps3 but i didn't beat it because my ps3 died um so i was like oh i'll grab it and then if i do have time during quarantine you know maybe i'll play one of those but i'm like i'm never gonna play them and now i want to get persona 5 royal why like I don't know.
0: Did you beat Persona 5? Fuck
1: no. I never even, I played like 20 hours and then just moved on yeah. with my life.
0: Once you realize you're only allowed one activity a day, it's yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah,
1: like, it's too stressful. Why do,
0: I have, why do I have to choose either studying, eating a burger, or going to the batting cages? Why can't I pick up some burgers and go to the library with my buddy and stop off at the batting cages before I go home?
1: Yeah, because in real like, life, you would do that. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Like in real and life you go does,
1: we're going to hang out and we're going to go eat fucking burgers after the batting cages but before we study or after we study we'll go to the batting cages and grab burgers on the way home.
0: Yeah, and what that does is it makes it so you can only level certain things so by the time you finish the game, like I want to be able to complete everything.
1: You can, this is but you have to look up game. Yeah. Don't make
0: me play it 4 times.
1: And don't make me follow a strict guide online that like I have to keep a tab open on my internet of it, you know, like on my phone or something. That's like on March seventh, yeah. I have to do this, and then the next day to get my S rank on this person's like no. But anyways, yeah. I may buy it. We'll hey, see man. if I crack. It's been two hours and fifteen minutes. We've done it.
0: We did it. We were I worried did the damn about
1: thing, guys. We heard about not having enough to talk about. We never should worry about that. Um,
0: yeah, and I didn't even talk about working in a grocery store during this time. Uh, I have a lot of things to say. I just don't want to talk about it because it bothers me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do want to say is all of these people who are claiming to be heroes for working in... You know, the heroes are the law enforcement officers. They're the hospital workers. They're the medical people and shit. Um, uh, people, stop ordering Postmates. You don't know what people are bringing to your house. Just be safe. Take one trip a week to the grocery store, buy supplies, take it home, clean it before you go in your house. Uh, uh, stop going to the grocery store every day. I'm not going to really talk about it much, but like I'm working, like I just went seven days in a row working, and I'm noticing this one couple, probably in their late fifties, early sixties. They were in the store one night during grocery shopping. The next day, they're back. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, and I even I had one person tell me. As if it was a joke, and then I eavesdropped and heard these two girls talking. These two girls are in the wine section. They grab a bottle of wine. One says, "Ah, this that's three bucks cheaper at Publix," and the other one says, "Well, let's go there anyways because there's nothing else to do. We might as well." Oh my God, you're bored. People are bored. And uh, another the other day, another same thing. Person told me when they were buying bread from me, asking me to slice it, which it's like. Why do you want me to open this bag of bread and yes. touch it and put it Jesus into a slicer? Christ. Don't you have a knife at home? Slice your own bread. But they go, uh, yeah, you know, you guys are, you know, grocery stores are only thing open. Nothing else better to do. Might as well get out the house a little bit. No, you fucking assholes. We're not a, we're not a shopping mall. No. You shouldn't be coming here because you need rosemary for your chicken dinner tonight. If you need one or two ingredients, fuck you, stay home. Yeah. yeah. You should only be coming in here if you need to get some shit. So, I will say that, uh, stop, stop going to a million places and stop, like, leisurely being bored and going to your grocery stores. I don't, I, I, people are still just acting normal and there's still people saying, oh, look at you overreacting. No, man. No,
1: it's not an like, no overreaction.
0: It's not. Like, it, people, it just sucks.
1: People are dying. And maybe, you know, not regular people that have, like, fine health. But the people they know who don't, who they're gonna fuck around and get killed. Uh, The singer of Fountains of Wayne just died today at fifty-two. Yeah, at fifty-two. It's
0: like I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day, and this guy who's thirty-one or thirty-two in the last Olympics, he was a gold medalist in in swimming. So he has the top one percent of the world's respiratory systems. He survived it. But he said, I have never been that sick or destroyed in my life. So the odd thing about this disease is it's almost selecting. It's almost selective. Yeah. Because it is killing young people. I think the first case of an infant dying from it just happened. And there have been like 17-year-olds and young people and 30-year-olds. And um, I think Joe also brought up – I listened to a lot, Joe Rogan. Uh, He also brought up um, this guy who's like a marathon mountain climber caught it and he's – He's, like, super sick. So it's not just about being immunocompromised and old and sick. And it is a low percentage. But it's oddly choosing people to infect. So, so like, you know, I'll give a pass to three weeks ago kids on the beach. But now we have enough information where, like, can I stop seeing the same person three days in a row come to my grocery store because they're bored yeah. and they're buying, like, cookies? Like, I work in a bakery. Why the fuck are you buying an open air cake item out of my case. Yeah. It just upsets me. So, you know, guys just did stay home and do what you can. If you, if you can't, if you have to, I know, I know Seth is out there. I believe he drives trucks and you know, I've been thinking about quitting my job, but I honestly, I'm kind of like, damn dude, I'm one of the only people left kind of with a job other than people that can work from home. Do I really want to lose my job? I can take measures to be careful. Like, yeah, it's airborne. I guess I'm still that, – that's up in the air for me right now. Like, I don't know. But uh, if I just really try my best not to, like, touch my face and, like, expose myself. But in the end, I'm in a grocery store. It's, other than hospitals, it's the number one most dangerous place to be. And I'm thinking, is my shitty paycheck – I'm broke, y'all. My paychecks are trash. I'm a loser who lives at home with his mom. My paychecks is, my paychecks are not worth this exposure. So I'm thinking, like, do I even bother, bro? Because yeah. Florida is a right-to-work state, which means you don't have a right to work. Don't you love how that law is named? Yeah. It's called yeah. a right-to-work, which means you don't have a right-to-work, which means you can be fired for no reason. They don't need a reason. So if I were to tell my employer, uh, I don't feel safe. I want to quarantine. They go, no problem. You're fired. Yeah, and fuck you. Bye. That's just that's just part of our state's legislation. Like that's our rules. I can't get mad at that. So I'm really debating on whether or not to uh, to do this. And I've been coming across some people who do work in this kind of stuff, in this kind of like grocery stores and these haughty, self righteous like I'm a hero. I serve the people. No, you're not. You're a pawn who pushes pallets for your corporate overlords. That's all it is. They don't care. That's all we all on are. On that note.
1: That's all we all. Yeah, are. It's all we oh, all. Oh, yeah, man. But I you guys get...
0: can catch us on uh, Nerd Nerd Podcast.
1: <laughs> Nerd's the podcast. Um, I did one last thing. I did get uh, my blood test back that I the test for Crohn's, and I do not have Crohn's based on that. I still have to get. Yay! I still have to get a colonoscopy to be fully one hundred percent sure because that test isn't you know the it's not like the be all end all, but it's a good indicator. And the doctor said that's a good sign, so that's good. I don't want to have Crohn's disease, so. <laughs> we shall see no we don't want that but you can find us at facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast you can use that same uh naming convention on twitch twitter youtube which uh keith and i did do a dual stream he was streaming uh racing simulator thing and i was streaming neo
0: dirt 2.0
1: yeah but my stream is going to be
0: available next week for playstation plus uh, uncharted 4 and dirt 2.0 will be the playstation plus games update your playstation plus fucking things guys go ahead
1: <laughs> anyways yeah so we did a dual stream but in the end i just kind of talked to him while he was streaming but uh so that was fun we're probably gonna do more of that during quarantine uh so follow us there uh you can email us at nerds the podcast at com or follow us on instagram at nerdpodcast. we love you guys or
0: yeah catch me at jester954 everywhere instagram facebook and uh we love you guys
1: and give jesse money so he can buy more games <laughs> just give him <laughs> all the money no, it's okay. <laughs> all right we love you guys we'll see you in Stay a little safe, bit guys. uh i might be back with keith next week if not maybe jesse and i'll record again because what the fuck else are we doing we love oh, yeah you. and
0: we gotta holler at our boy nana he wants to jump on here too Oh yeah, hey you true. know what maybe we'll do a little special and get a couple of our friends on and do a little like group thing
1: yeah we were talking yeah, maybe, we yeah we're gonna look into maybe doing a call-in show too for funsies because why not right if we can get it on Discord, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get it all set up. But we love you guys. We'll see you in a week. Goodbye.
0: Take care of yourselves, Willis. Oh, what's happening? I don't know how. <laughs> oh, no. We said goodbyes. What? what? Take care of yourself, guys.
1: <laughs> Oops, I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> it was on edit mode. Uh, you guys get a little preview here we go wait goodbye. what does
0: that mean the whole thing's fucked
1: no 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 no. the The sound uh, the soundboard was on edit mode so it was trying to have me change the sound out and oh, I previewed okay. it so basically
0: ricka ricka remix
1: <laughs> goodbye if you listen this long you're lucky <laughs> goodbye goodbye
0: forever